Hello and welcome to uh, Sweet Memories, Episode 7. Um, I'm Manny Cisneros, co-host LD. Tonight we've got a special guest. One of the uh, most famous lowrider dudes in Southern California in the world probably, David. We got David Aguilar here. El Abuelo. El Abuelo on Instagram. Híjole. Yep. Guy's been. I mean, if you go to car shows, you see him with his camera. He's he's out every weekend, man. This guy, I think it's his job. <laughs> <laughs> he works. <laughs> Good guys, Chicano Park, Santa Maria. I mean, this Paso, guy's been doing it for a Paso, long Paso, time, man. Paso, Paso, Paso Robles. I've been blessed to go to Holland, Michigan, and film up there for one of the Mercury Two's reunions. Yeah. Uh, Japan, right? Japan, Japan, Japan. Oakland. Yeah. yeah. Some Moon shows. Moon shows. All the Moon shows, yeah. Every spring ever since the beginning. Yeah. When, when it was at Moon Eyes and Santa Fe Springs. Yes. Yeah. We got kicked yeah. out a few times because there were so many people that they actually, people were were parking in the middle of the street. And people yeah. got hit. And people yeah. got hit. So the cops came in and shut everybody down. So then we went to the Sheriff's Academy for that. Yeah. Yeah. You just kept moving around to finally Irwindale. It's been Irwindale. pretty good. Irwindale. Where's yeah. it going to be at now, right? Orwindale coming out this weekend, the 22nd, yeah, 22nd, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And nowadays, it's, it's a whole new world. Nobody wants to touch money, so everything's got to be done on online. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, That's true, man. Yeah. yeah. Tickets online. So how are you buying the tickets to get in Irwindale online? You got to do it online. You got to have a, a credit card. And what, that's one of the things that I, I never really have a credit card. I mean, I, you always I do not even Yeah. I don't even have a, a check. Yeah. <laughs> so you actually yeah. would go everywhere to pay your bills. Like well, actually, actually, the wife takes care of that. that oh, okay, that, okay. okay well, that's another part so of the. She world. writes the checks. She writes the checks. I never. <laughs> the the last in. time I wrote a check, I uh, <laughs> I had to put void on it because I screw it up, and I got my ass shoot out that you just ruined my sequence yeah. of my checks. Y nunca más. Ya nunca no más. Yeah. Sí. Wow. Sí. Wow. So, yeah. um, what I like to to do here is, you know, I'm sure a lot of people, you know, want to hear your story, man. I, I know I want to hear it. I mean. I've known you since I've seen you since I first came to San Diego in 1998. Was when I first met you. Damn, yeah, yeah, I met you at JMVs. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, but I know that there's even more to you than that. So I want to I want to know from the beginning, like how you even got into cars. Like was it since childhood or since you were five, ten? Like how you got into it? And how it how it like stuck, man? Like because I know you're extremely passionate about it, man. You. It was you all, live and breathe this stuff, man. It, it was all childhood, basically. Yeah. And I was always telling people, my older brother, uh, uh, let's pray for him, he's got dementia right now, Ruben. He was the one that got us really involved into the car scene. It happened to be, we were, we were from Tijuana, La Independencia. Yeah, is that where you grew up, in Tijuana? In Tijuana, La Independencia, okay. yeah. Well, actually, I grew up in La Coahuila. Okay. When, when the Cajon Coahuila, yeah. in, in the corner of Cajon Coahuila, that was... The house that that I, that I was born that lived, that I grew up till I was I think like three or four we moved to La Independencia. I grew up in the uh, in a in a, in the church. My dad was a minister. Okay. So the church, if you ever guys go ever go to the Coahuila, the only church that is right there between Adelitas and all that all the Sin City in in, in La Coahuila, <laughs> yeah, is still standing your there. Your dad, your dad my, worked my, there. He was yeah. Hermano Herrera was was the founding member, and then my dad is the one that took over like in forty eight, forty nine. When he moved from different places, from Mexico to Luca, and then he got to be Guaymas. And when he got sent to Tijuana, he was basically, well, I was telling people, they said, how come they put a church yeah, in the middle <laughs> of the, the bars? 
it, it wasn't it wasn't like that before. It was yeah. basically a, a neighborhood. Yeah. You know, the, the tiendas, tortillería, and basically little houses for rent, baños you could go rent, you know, for, for the for the take a showers and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. it was your, your regular neighborhood, you know, back in the days. The only liquor store that was back there on the corner was uh, right in, in the corner of La Coahuila, La Constitución. And around the corner, it was a small bar. Everybody know El Burro. El Burro was the only bar that was ever there on Tijuana when, when we grew up. And of course... El Cajón Coahuila, it was yeah. already known for the homosexuals and the prostitutes yeah. that, were, that, were, that were right there. Yeah. So we were on the, uh, let's say, on the south side of the block and on the north side where the Cajón Coahuila ended up. That's where all the Sin, C- yeah. Sin City was at. <laughs> all the fun. All, <laughs> all the fun, fun was at. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Where you go after church. Yeah. So okay. back in the days, my dad, basically the house was part of the, uh, of, of the church that, for the ministry. So my dad was able to buy a house in Independencia. So what they did, they traded the property in the skin of El Callejón to the one that was next to the church to make the church bigger. Yeah. So when they changed, changed the houses right there, it was a regular house. And later on, throughout the years, at one time it was called El Infierno, the house that we grew up when they turned it down. They built a bar and it was called El Infierno <laughs> to compete with the, the church. Burro. And, oh no! Yeah. With the church, with the church, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. So the church was across the street. Yeah. So I uh, used play to, on words. Yeah, used to is. play <laughs> on words. Yeah, they call it in infierno. <laughs> See, and the church was across the street. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. So we grew up basically on on that on that part. But our, our when I was a younger kid, basically when we grew up, it was mostly Independencia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Independencia back in the days, pretty close to uh, probably five blocks away from where we're at. They built the first gas station in, in Tijuana from Pemex. Oh, so my wow. brother Ruben, as a young kid, started working on the gasolinera, yeah. on the gas station. Yeah, yeah. And one of his buddies, we used to call him El Lobo, used to work in a tire shop in El Boulevard Agua Caliente. When we were younger, like I said, the tinta stuck with us. Even though we had regular cars, like my dad, we grew up in a 52 Chevy wagon. Mm-hmm. That was the driver that, that we learned how to drive that, oh, okay. that my dad had. Yeah, yeah. But the Lobo had a little fitty shoebox, pink. It was primer pink with rivals. So between them two annoying gas stations and Atari shop, they knew a lot of the younger kids from Tijuana from different colonias. So basically the people that they would hang around with, 56 Mercury's and stuff like that. Yeah. And the stories that I remember telling people that as a young kid that you always get fascinated. My dad, my brother had got a 50-50 convertible that he was working on and there was no motor on it. So they got someplace 258s, one was a convertible and the other one was a 58 hardtop. Which one of them two didn't handle papers, but the motors were good on it. Yeah. So in front of my house, right there on the calle, mm-hmm. they cut the top out of the hard top and they put it into the convertible because I think that's the one that had the papers. Yeah. So they put the top in the convertible <laughs> and they and they and we were young and they yeah. you know brace it or whatever they did right there. Yeah, on the back car. then it was like a what five year old car maybe? Yeah, yeah. Six year old car, yeah. Yeah. So that three forty eight that came out of the car, they put it on my brother's convertible. Wow. And and I guess they they, they sold all the cars because the only one that I remember they were cruising it around was the was the fifty eight for many years. 
Was there like cruise nights in, in Tijuana? Not back there. Back no. there, the, as far as I remember, no. He was just basically, or wherever they hung out, we never got to go with them. So yeah. how did you how did you end up seeing the, like, customize, customizing? How did you end up um, with this, like, customs influence where it was like, you know... From we should go to El, to El Lobo, uh-huh. to the tire shop that we like to hang around, some of the people would come around with uh with different with different cars yeah. and they just kind of hang around on the weekend. And this is just like before they started car clubs back in Tijuana. Yeah, there wasn't too many car clubs back as, as I remember in, in in those those years when we were when we were younger. Oh wow, so it's like the beginning of, of yeah. Because even though they they had cars, like I said, for us it was surprised to see Lobo was a. Uh, had a bad bum leg, so he always limping, uh-huh. and we always make fun of him, you know, because yeah. you know, I said, you know, he was really well complected, well, well, white like a white dude, yeah, yeah, cruising on a pink, pink <laughs> shoebox, you know, and, <laughs> with and, a limp and, leg, you with a limp leg, yeah, and in back in the days, you know, basically all they did was just cut coils and lowering blocks. So when wow. you get to the colonia, if you're kicking it out in the on, on the street playing with the kids, yeah. It took them a while to get to the to the skin up because they'd be, you know, going around on oh, the pebbles. Yeah, back back then it was pebbles. It no, was, it was pebbles like and rocks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the street there was there was it was no it pavement. Paved. It was oh, in pavement. Yeah. 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 So it was always a hassle. So even later on when my brother got a little bit older, he got a in Tijuana, I don't know what the hell he bought it, but he got a fifty-four and that's the one that we got stuck. He got a fifty-four hard tap. It was painted blue with a midnight blue top already on it. Wow. But it was all stuck. As soon as they got it, they went either to the gas station or to a lower tire shop. They cut the coils, put blocks on the back. But I think it was the third time that he came cruising through the Colonia. Sí. Boom, there goes the oil pan. Oh, and he hit. And he hit. So yep. my jefito got mad at him. They, you know, they're arguing back and forth that I told you, you know, you can't drive that shit like that <laughs> in, the, in the Colonia. <laughs> so, you know, you got to race it up. So my brother fixed it. With my dad, you know, help money that he gave him, they, they fixed the car. And then the next thing, otra vez, it, it, was, a, it was a little power glide. Yeah. So next time was a tranny. So my <laughs> Hebito, that thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my Jevito says, get rid of that thing. So my brother traded it in, in Tijuana for a 58 uh, Buick four-door. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, don't mess with <laughs> don't, don't, don't mess with it. Stock. Leave it stock. <laughs> yeah. But it was a trip there because, you know, we got to ride with my brother back in the days and yeah. uh, get to see it bumping slowly. But another one that was the big influence, he was like a half brother that he never really was a blood brother. But um, from a family from Mexico City, my dad knew this lady. And I guess she was having through a bunch of shit with her husband. Yeah. So she left Mexico with Javier and Amparo was just brother and sisters. Mm. So Javier was about the same age as my, my older brother, Ruben. Yeah. And he was always in, in the car scene with them things too. Trucks, 56.4. But um, I think it was probably the early, let's see, 58, 59. He actually got to get his passport and he came to the States. He moved to San Jose. And he was living in San Jose. But when he came back after being gone for a while, yeah, he drove up on a little 51 four-door flea line. Blue, white walls, and same thing, you know, he grew up watching all the cars up there, and he yeah, brought yeah. that to, to Tijuana, and then you go, man, you know, this guy's got a, got a cool car now, you know, a yeah. you know, little bit lower, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And that was Javier. Every time he get a chance, we used to cruise with Javier on the 51. I yeah. do have a picture of him at the house, black and white, 
we always people say that the roads were not that good, but he actually drove that 51 all the way to Mexico City to wow. visit some of his family up there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And what year was this? Ah, uh, we're talking probably, let me see, we came here on 63. Mm -hmm. So that was probably like 60. Wow. 60s. Uh-huh. From all the way to Mexico City. All the way to Mexico City. Yeah. And back in the days, you know, you, you as far as I remember driving, it used to be a long ride, three days, two nights, you yeah. know, oh. if you wanna if you didn't want to stop. Like so, 40, 60 hours. But you yeah. know, and then yeah. like, I, like was the last time he came out of the house, you never knew I had that picture. Then Javier, look, I'm gonna show you something that I think got in my garage. Let me bring it over. And uh he's next to it, his shades. Joe Skinny kicking by the car in some place in Mexico City. Wow. Y luego le dije, how was it? He goes, well, he was only at 216, three on the column. So. <laughs> oh, 55. <laughs> 55 miles an hour, man. Sí, yeah. Sí, sí. But, but it was kind of cool también. Remember the, the record players that they came out of the cars? Yeah. So one of the times they went back to San Jose, uh -huh. they just got a regular record player. They adapted like a little slide underneath. <laughs> it, somehow they converted that thing to 12 volts. So that thing was not, it, it wasn't upside down. So you could down. put records in the car? Yeah, he, 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 <laughs> he, he, he could pull it out, but it, it would not flip like the old regular record players. Yeah. So it was just like a house record player. So you had about six songs. Yeah, yeah, you pull it out and put it back six in. songs per side. <laughs> yeah. 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 Would it skip? Well, that, that was skip, yeah. But <laughs> the, the, the most of the time you could hear it pretty good was on, on a silent road yeah. or when it was parked. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but but those were the big influences that we had in uh, in in, in Tijuas with the, with them guys. Yeah, one of the guys también had a '56 Mercury, and he was the like the aqua blue color to it with white interior. But like I said, that was the big influence that we had. My older brother Ruben and Javier and Lobo and and all them guys when when we were growing up. Yeah, wow. and the transportations that we had in in Tijuas basically that the most I remember was my dad's '52 wagon that. Yeah, that, he, that 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 he had. Yeah, that's like the daily driver. That was the daily driver. Yeah, yeah going back and forth to church todo el tiempo. See, so how was it when you came to like National City? Well, how how different did you see like the car scene? The car scene, we didn't see it right away, because when we came here, I was just barely turned thirteen. Mm -hmm. oh. So my dad brought us. Uh, my brother Josué, that passed away. My brother Sam. And myself as students, so we had to go to Sonora and all that crap. And as a matter of fact, later on, my brother Ruben had a '55, and on the '55, people always ask me, "What are those big coolers on the side of the cars?" Well, back in the summer when when we went, we went through Nogales and all that shit, and we actually had those coolers on the on the back of the car. Yeah. That my brother was always on the back seat next to me, and every time he made a turn. You got wet because all the water that came in. That <laughs> so you came put in the ice car. in them, right? You put ice on it, yeah. You put ice <laughs> and on it. And from the wind, it would blow inside it the car. It would blow inside the car, okay. yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it was a green 55 Chevy that my brother Ruben had. And wow. that's, that's what we drove us to, to Nogales to basically. And my dad always hated that. He always tell us that we turned into devils porque my, 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 my brother Javier, when he came back to stay here, he was working in Rancho Bernardo. And uh, when he worked in Rancho Bernardo, so he was a guardian. So here's, I'm 13, my brother, I think it was probably like 11, and my brother Sam was 14 or 15. A whole year, we could not cross Tijuana because it had, we didn't have a green card. Yeah. So we could not see my mom oh. for a whole year. So my dad would come over on the during the week and bring, bring us money for food and make sure we were okay. But uh, once we learned how to 
here around the streets. Yeah, yeah. National City, Kimball Park, the Timpos that was there. Mm -hmm. That was that was that was our house. <laughs> that, that, that was that was a hangout. <laughs> so you guys were always at the park. Well, we was always at the park, so we got that's what me my like my dad said we turned into pinche diablos because yeah. we got to see all the hood with all the homies from OTNC and all the thing that was going around because that was. That was the main... Like early 70s, right? Like well, No, I'm no, talking about 63, 64. Oh, shit. Earlier. Yeah, yeah, 64, oh. yeah. Yeah, we got here in 63. Wow. Uh -huh. No, no, no English, ni nada. No, yeah, why did, he bring you, why did he bring you over here? Because uh, uh, basically, he was trying to say, make it better for you guys, you yeah. know, like more education. More opportunity. Was, more yeah. opportunity and stuff like that. Yeah. But he always kind of wanted us to be, grow up in the church. Mm -hmm. But once we seen... Oh, yeah, okay. You know, even though, like I was telling people, even though we've seen a lot of shit on the street in Tijuana with the drunks and fights with the, yeah. with the girls and, and we, we all, see that. all that stuff and we got to see, I was telling people from, we grew up in Tijuana right there in the Coahuila, it was really well known for really good body men that came from Mexico. Yeah. So you always got to see a lot of cars, but then at the same time, you got to see the downfall on it. On the on the winter times that there was no Hales, uh -huh. these people were just... They weren't drinking just beer. They were straight, drinking straight alcohol with, with water. So we got to know a lot of these guys that actually passed out, that we, we, we go to the church one, one morning, let's say, to, to clean up, and there'd be somebody dead in front of the church yeah. right there. Drinking uh, alcohol. Drink alcohol. Wow. And since it, was, it got so cold that they didn't have nothing to, to wear, yeah. the alcohol will, will kind of keep you warm on the inside, but on the outside, you were freezing your ass off. Yeah, you're going shock. See, yeah. so we got to see wow, a, a lot of good, good body men, people that were there, that uh, died yeah. right there on the calles. Jeez. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. So man. this is the early '60s then. See, wow. see, wow. yeah. Huh. So this is before it. Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you can see a pinch of alcohol, you know, 100 percent alcohol. <laughs> we mix them with water and stuff like that. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah. Pinch alcohol, put a gnarly. See. But then you also we got to see coming here was a breeze. Yeah, coming here was a breeze. You got to come apart and drink regular beer and whiskey. See, yeah. So once we got to see going to school, the thing that that saved us from not getting jumped in, like basically was los gatos from you know los gatos from from National City. Yeah. But when we went there, started to go to school, since we didn't know English, it was English as a single language. Yeah. So we got to hang around with the little paisitas. Yeah, but then at the same time, you know, your English wasn't that good, so you didn't hang around with a with a, with a cholo so so much. Yeah, the one time they were gonna jump us, my older brother Sam, same thing from Tijuana La Coahuila, Miguel Hernandez, and uh, one of the other guys that was actually a neighbor from us in La Coahuila, had moved years ago to National City. So when we go to National City Junior High School, you know, as a young kid, and everybody was picking you, right, pick yeah. you right away. Yeah. And that one time they, they said, I mean, these battles are going to jump the shit out of you. So I told my brother, Sam, I said, man, did you hear they're going to jump? He goes, well, let me talk to Miguel. And I forgot the name of his other camaradas. They knew already because they were living in OTNC. Oh, okay. So they go, no, man, you know, I, this battle is so cool. So they introduced us to some of the, some of the cholos and some of the battles from, from the hood. Yeah. yeah. So we never, we never got jumped in, in, at, at, at the time. Yeah. <laughs> You yeah. were safe. You were safe, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. But then when we got to hang around with them in school, that I got to know them, and then at the team post, you know, the team post, that's what I tell people that uh, you ever 
Can anybody to go play base basketball? Mm-hmm. And, okay, so pinche paisita aquí de Tijuana and don't know what the <laughs> hell's going on. He was in your regular basketball, man, up there, the way they played. Once you got the ball, you started dribbling. They came and tackled you and the shit out of you and, and yeah. tried to punch you to get the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so once you got the ball, man, you got to straddle that See, shit. Pretty, pretty See, times were different back then, man. Yeah. See, yeah, so we got to see a lot of crazy stuff in Cable Park back in the days. And then the, um, I was tell people, we had bikes that we don't have to fix bikes and hang around all over the place. To kind of make a little bit of money, back in the days, they had the uh, tomato packing companies at, at, at the end of 18th Street on, in, in, you know, in, in OTNC. Yeah. You know? And and uh, some of the guys, the pasitas that, that we sing around, we started playing soccer. So I got to know a lot of people on the soccer and that's when we got into sports and not, not so much into the drugs back in, back in those days, hanging around, yeah. sniffing paint and all that kind of stuff, yeah. <laughs> which we did wow. later on. Yeah. But yeah. We used to go pick tomatoes, the, the tomatoes that fed from the crates. Uh-huh. And uh, we go out there with a bag, man, and find tomatoes that were kind of good, put them in a bag, and then try to go around National City, knocking on people's door and trying to sell them for 10 cents or 5 cents yeah. just to make a little bit of extra money. The hustle. It, it, the hustle. Y te digo, since we, we didn't have no really, <laughs> what was it called? No, no nobody to guard us. Yeah. yeah. We, we were gone. Yeah. All, all, all day, all night. All day, all, all night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the Outsiders. Yeah. yeah. The movie The Outsiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like just yeah. very, very big brother. Yeah. yeah. So at the, um, at the center right there in, 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 in Kimball Park, you know, they had that, almost like a Casa de Salud and everything. And they, they started a, a boxing program right there. So I started the boxing program, Tamien, you know, you ain't got nothing to do. So you go and yeah. do some of the boxing and stuff like that. And one of my good buddies um, that, that we got to know, like I always said, back in the days, if you get in a fight with somebody, later on, you probably shake hands and say, oh, that's pretty cool. So, but anyways, uh, I always have good stories on that one porque, porque Roman, el Roman. Yeah. So we're kicking it one day con all those battles from OTNC and shit like that. So uh, he comes a little paisita, you know. That he wanted to to train and had a box and stuff like that. So we right there by the ring, and the guy goes, who wants to take him? No, I didn't say nothing. And I go, well, I could take it. I'll, I'll, I'll take him. Yeah. <laughs> we put on the gloves. <laughs> <laughs> so we put on the gloves, get all ready, and everybody's watching everybody. You know? So we go in the ring. First round, you know, we're throwing punches, jabs, going up and down and shit like that. I throw some good punches, hit him a couple of times, and I go, shit, I'm going to get this guy on the other round pretty good, right? So everybody's going, I go, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get him on the second round. So, pinche chaval, so anyways, we go back in the second round. Everybody's watching, you know, because I said, I'm going to try to get this guy in right now. I go in, I throw him right in the head, he goes to the side, I throw him with the other with the left, he goes to the side, and he comes up, Right on my stomach, right in the pinchy panza, man. <laughs> pow, pow. Yeah. And here I go, crying, not crying, but just coming out the side, <laughs> laying in the middle of the ring. Ah, panza. I, I can't breathe. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Then everybody tripping out of you. Like, cabrón, I thought you were going to take 
But me and Roman became good buddies after that. He was a hell of a soccer player. He was one of the best uh, porteros that we had. So, so on, on the weekends we play we play a lot of soccer and in, in, in different calle or right there on, on King yeah. Park. Nice. Yeah, so got to meet a lot of people like that. Yeah. So did a lot of your friends that you grew up like at Kimball and stuff like that also get into cars like when you guys got into high school? Later on, basically when. Uh, so when we started basically more into the car scene, we moved to Otay from National City. We moved, oh, okay. we moved to Otay, and I'm talking like Palik 68. I went to Sweetwater. I was a Red Devil for, for one year. Yeah, I was a pinchy Red Devil. But through, uh, through, through school, you know, we still kept going back and forth to the people that, that, I, that I met, yeah. like Leo Hernandez and all those people that, that we met. Leo used to live a, a block away in, in an alley by by National City Junior High School. Yeah. So every time we met in the morning, we used to meet in the morning right before we went to school by the cafeteria. Yeah. And that was the hangout for for all of us. Leo Hernandez and all the guys actually that started the uh, Chicano Brothers. Yeah. That was that was the little hangout. Oh, okay. But también, you know, since I had come from Tijuana, they always, they always pick on you because they try to make you change your the way you dress. Oh. Pero, you know, because How would you dress? Well, I had grown, even you were I, like fucking mariachi outfits? No, no, no. I was. <laughs> I, I came in one weekend and I used to go to Tijuana and I came in. Hey, the, you guys dress like cantinflas and shit? And everybody else was all cool, all fucking with tank tops. Did you over know, here your little fucking mustache? <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> your little pole with a bag? <laughs> what, what do you mean, change the way? It was. That's how I dressed. <laughs> Most everybody had the Levi's with yeah. with a with a crest right in the middle, uh-huh. and in school you get your pencil and then you chaper your pencil on it and get the little marks on it and stuff like that. PSPS flyers, the tennis oh. shoes. With so they wanted you to like get with get, the... get like that, yeah. Because so, were you wearing like guaraches? Like the... no, but I was gonna say so. The Beatles had just really come out on 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 the time like sixty four, yeah. sixty three. Yeah, and in Tijuana, Zapateria, Paris, they always had the cold shoes, and I used to go buy some of my shoes yeah. at the Highlander. So I came in one Monday to school and I'm wearing my pinchy little beetle boots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and my cuff little pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I come in and I'm hanging in the morning and they're going, Get chingados. <laughs> <laughs> little ankle boots. Yeah. You're like, well, these are hip. <laughs> these are hip covers. Charlie. Charlie. That only lasted for about a week and that. <laughs> <laughs> then you had to switch them off or Damn. something. Switch them off, yeah. Next week you came came over with your hairnet. <laughs> a Pendleton. Your Pendleton. There you go, man. See, PF well, flyers. Get the, 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 the greasy hair, yeah. yeah. Flores. Uh, when, when did Tres Florida come out? How long, how, when did that happen? Oh, that's been around for, for, for years, yeah. So the Cholos all used to wear Tres Florida? That was did basically you? back in the days. That's all yeah. you did. But you could even, you don't even have to ask what you got. You could smell it right away. Yeah, you smell it right away. Tres Flores right away. Yeah. Yeah. So when we moved from um, from National City to the Otay area, mm-hmm. I went to Castle Park. And on Castle Park, Miguel Hernandez, Joe Hernandez, those some of the people that I already had known from from, from like, in the National City, they already lived on that area también. And uh, when we got into the car scene, it was not, not so much planned, but there's a picture here, my brother's 56. So my brother Sam started working part-time at Curtis Chevrolet mm-hmm. in Mission Valley. So he was always getting really good deals. Before he got drafted, and before I got, got any, any of my cars myself, he, uh, he had bought that 56, this one right here. Yeah. 235, oh, three-speed nice. on the column, and he has had the, uh, the old rally wheels from the Corvettes. So when he got drafted and he, and he left, he goes, take care of my car. Yeah. 
Gave it to you. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, not as I gave it. I said, when I come back, you know, so make sure that it runs. So that was that was the car that I was driving. He wasn't lower. He was lower in the front a little bit. Yeah. He, he was good friends on the, at the time from El Indio and Tijuana. El Indio and Tijuana was the one that was doing a lot of body work and pain. Yeah, and, he's famous, and, right? And famous El Indio. in Tijuana. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. my brother had known Indio from when they were growing up. Wow. So he, he took a Tijuana, cut the coils in the front, a little bit of lowering blocks in the back. So when I started cruising that thing, when we should this school, you know, the thing was always at the house, so with your school, so we go cruising to see some of the people that are new in National City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's when the car scene start for me start going back and forth from yeah. some of the guys in National City back back and forth. Like, you know, you already got a car, you don't have a bike no more. So yeah. you know, come come and hang out. It'll be easier. It'll be easier. Yeah. See. So that's that's when you start seeing more people working on cars, like in you know, the Ota area. Yeah. And then you got to move around in San Diego to see more of the gente. So one of the times I went back again to hang around with Leo and them guys, that's what they, hey, you know, we're going to be starting a car club and stuff like that. And at the time, I had got my my 52 already that was working on the 52. Yeah. The 52, I got it for 100 bucks right there in, in Chula Vista, and it was two-tone blue. Yeah. All he needed was a, was a carburetor. Yeah. And it was a little power glide. Little power glide, same thing. I, I told my brother, I said, when, when, when he came back from the service, said, my, my brother never made it to Vietnam. But uh, he was in Fort Ord, and same thing. It was a long, long story that he got some diseases from Fort Ord, so he got honorable discharge. Oh, wow. so, yeah, but he never got to go to Vietnam, so he was we was safe, safe at that time. Because some yeah. of the guys that we went to school in, in National City with yeah. my brother, they got drafted we, and went. Yeah, and a lot of them got killed, and a lot of wow. them got. Uh, este Andres Gutierrez was a, a a good guy that was part of the Chicano Brothers. He lost one of his legs. In, in, in wow. Vietnam, wow. yeah, we uh, we got to go see him when he came back, and it was something that you know they always tell people tell stories that uh, from Vietnam days when it started, you know, Chicanos and Blacks were minesweepers, and they go, why is that? Well, you go out in, in your mission, and they say, okay, you go out in the front, and somebody blows up, they go, oh, shit, there was a mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was, yeah, there was yeah. there was no scanners, and no scanners, like yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. So, was... so that's why. That's what uh, he said uh, that he was going someplace and thing blew up and took up his leg. Wow. And that was a good friend of my brother Sam. Yeah. And so at this point, you were probably like, what, 17, 18, 19? I was, well, I was going seven, uh, no, like probably like 17, but 17, 17 yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. He's getting to that age. To that age, yeah. Cause yeah. I, I so, did, so, so you didn't never got drafted? I did. You did? Yeah. Oh. Seven, I graduated in 70. Yeah. Okay. I graduated seventy, but uh, same thing. My Jevito says that they always pray in the church for us not to go to Vietnam because a lot of our camaradas también. And how, how how did that work, man? Did they send you something in the mail that said, had your name on it that said, "Hey, you've been drafted to the military"? No, yeah, you you, you got a thing through the mail, and they said, "Okay, you got to go." At the time, it was go up to LA to do your physical. No, once you did for, for processing for processing yeah for the processing. Wow. Uh, you have no choice. Like, what if you didn't go? Well, they, they supposedly they could throw you in the slammer because since it was Vietnam, a lot of people were going to Canada or living back to Mexico because yeah, you know yeah. it, was, it was pretty back in the days. I would have been there almost at this at, at the end of Vietnam in the seventies, but um, when I went for my first physical, I didn't pass it because out of the blue, I still have them. I had some uh, corns at the bottom of my feet, yeah, like fish eyes. Uh-huh. I never had them, but like a month before I went for my physical. I said all, all that stuff, and when I checked them out on my feet, they go, okay, we're going to send you back, 
and you can get another notice to come back, you know, to for, for your rap notice. Yeah. So at the time, one of my camaradas that were already on the car scene is the Frank Diaz. Frank Diaz had, had been up there already and he had his notice. We were working together already. Big old long story. We were working already on Curtis Chevrolet. Yeah. And working on Curtis Chevrolet. And he got his notice that, hey, man, in about another month, you're going to be dropped and you're going to be going in. And wow. uh, so then... After he got his notice, I got another notice two weeks later to go back for my second physical. When I went to my second physical, I passed everything. So I just came back and I said, okay, you're gonna get your drop notice yeah. to go into report. Wow. So three weeks later, my buddy Frank Diaz got his notice that, okay, in, in three weeks, you got a report or uh, no, yeah. about a month, you got a report. So he quit work and we partied like there was no one inside for a whole month. Yeah. Just, Partying, partying every weekend. Frank is going to go, let's party here and there. Yeah. A week before I was supposed to go in, I got a notice. Nixon abolished the draft. So he abolished the draft and I fell into that pool and my buddy Frank got it the next day. So Frank never got to go to Vietnam either. So then he go knocking on the and door. This is, so this is, when did he abolish the draft? In 69? Like 70? Like 70. In, in 70, 70 huh? Nixon yeah. abolished the draft. Yeah, in 70. Because uh -huh. wow. Vietnam started in 60, uh, 67 or 68? 67, or, uh, 67, 68 was the yeah. end days. And then yeah. it ended in 72. In 72, right? yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's scary, man. That is. Well, it was scary, yeah, because, yeah. you know, us knowing from from some of the high schools are people that never came back. Yeah. Like, digo, and, and then you got to hear the stories from... A lot of people didn't want to talk about it, but Andres Gutierrez talking about it. Yeah, because information stories. wasn't being pushed around how no, it is now. Like, I mean, yeah. if, if it was going off over there, like, you really wouldn't know. Like, like now, we look at our phones and find out right away yeah, if huh. shit's going, going astray. But it's like, back then, yeah. it was like, you were, you didn't know anything? Nothing, nothing. Unless you know? it was like word of mouth. Yeah. 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 And basically, everything we knew was... Well, then, like, like I said, information was traveling very slow. Uh -huh. yeah. You know? yeah. The newspapers, 24 hours to come out, you know, it's like... That's yeah. Crazy, man. What a time to be alive, you know. Yeah, so after yeah. that, after that, did you? I mean, when did you start working at NASCO? At NASCO, that was back in uh, seventy four. Wow. Seventy four. So I worked. I worked different jobs through uh, through high school and stuff like that. But the main job that I got was through my brother, to Javier. Yeah. And then my brother Sam across the Chevrolet. We started. So you worked there for a little bit. I did. I worked there for a while. As what? We started, uh, basically, I, I was doing undercoating on all the new cars. <laughs> no, -uh. Those yeah. big old boats. Those big old boats, yeah. yeah 74. 70, 74. Monte Carlos. 77, Monte Carlos. Yeah, that came in, yeah. Yep. Wagons and Chevilles. stuff like that. Chevelles. Yeah. So that's when we got really more, I was already on Chicano Brothers, got more in, in, into the cars and goes in all, all goes up. So anyways, we started, the way I started anyways, was doing cleanup and undercoat. So back that, then, was that rolled on or painted on? Or no, what? that was spray. Spray? That was spray, yeah. Oh, okay. so, oh. so that was spray. So then slowly, you know, doing some of the houses here and there, there was called a thousand miles. So a thousand miles was when a customer came in and bought a car and they said, okay, I want a, a radio, I want to change this and stuff like that. So a thousand miles basically was when I moved to later on. So we got to, um, you go get, get your notice, get your paper, Go get the key, and then you go in the back lot, yeah, and, and get the car that that, that they wanted, yeah. And then you go to the paperwork. Okay, this guy don't want this radio; wants another radio. And then uh, you basically go to the cold car, give it a quick tune-up, and then by law, back in the days, you had to at least put uh, what was it, fifteen, twenty miles. So they give you the dealer plates. Yeah. Then you go get to go cruising. 
Yeah. <laughs> Island. Yeah, we had to go cruising oh. some of the of the cars, yeah. yeah. Drive them around and make sure everything was pretty good, yeah. Yeah. That, that was that, that was that's what I was doing back in back in those days. Yeah. And so so at this point, I mean when did you first get into like Chicano Park? And like I mean, because it, it obviously went you obviously that was your first introduction to like before you saw like a Merc. Because you, you, you're into customs and like pinstriping like a lot. Like, you've yeah, always been a huge fan of it. So, always, where, that was always through the magazine. When did you first see Oh, it was through the magazine? Through the magazine. Oh, okay. That was through the magazines. Yeah. So, you always like were attracted to like flames and uh-huh. scallops and, and, and pinstriping that, that, that and stuff kind like of that. Work. Yeah. Because yeah. even though we were we were not so much into the Bomba style, because, yeah. you know, every car that I got, the first thing I did, we took the wraparounds, we took the bumper guards. Yeah, try to clean them up a little bit. Clean them up a little bit. Yeah. Make it more, more smoother. Yeah. And like I said, when my brother's time, when I got my 52, I said, hey, man, can you take it to, I didn't want to hit out the coils, porque I told you, you know, don't, don't hit them up. The rugby right. So I took him to El Indio, Tijuana, got the coils, got to see it. I said, fuck, man. So then I went and got lowering blocks. And uh, good story. <laughs> so I could put lowering blocks on it. They will settle. You know, they will settle poco a poquito. Yeah. So then I would look at it for another couple of months. I said, no, it's going to be a little bit lower. So I never cut the shackles, you know. So yeah. then I go get another two inch, or have somebody make you out of out of metal, cut you yeah, a new piece. shackle. Uh huh. So one of the times it was me, este, and Frank Diaz. We we're going to Tecate back to. This to be racing in Tecate, so you can go. Yeah, that's Vic. what Vic was just yeah. saying to us last week. Yeah, los arancones. Yeah, los yeah. arancones. Yeah. yeah. So you used so to go over there too. We used to go together. Yes. Get a, try to hide beer, they work, they're going to bring beer. Yeah. So you go get some beer, work, there be music and all kinds of shit going on. Yeah. But uh, one of the times that I decided, okay, I'm going to lower this shit some more. We're going to Tecate, and before you go in into those arrancones, there was the railroad tracks. So we've been drinking and smoking some weed and doing yeah. all kinds of crazy shit before we got up there. <laughs> Make make the turn and boom, fucking card locks right in the stuck. middle of the road. He got stuck because <laughs> of U bolts. The U bolts yeah, yeah. yeah. go over the leaf spring uh-huh. and then it's so fuck it'll hang down lower than the tires sometimes. Yeah. Damn. It'll be like an inch from the ground. Yeah, yeah. Shit. So we're stuck, man, right there, and we're blocking traffic, right? And we're going back and forth, and finally, uh, Frank goes, "I told you to cut the coils, car." I said, "Well, no, because I was gonna lower some, lower yeah. some more." Yeah, yeah. So what are you gonna do? I said, "Well, we're gonna have to cut." Uh, like lifting, lifting, yeah. jumping and down. Since we we're blocking traffic, people can go to any place going up the street. So a lot of gente got out and going Trying up to... and down, and I got it on dry. It finally comes out. And, <laughs> okay, <you're> ready. <laughs> Damn! Wow, probably derailed the train. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the so he says, "What are you gonna do when we leave?" Oh, shit, I said, we'll be drinking by then, cabrón. We're just going to go faster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to come in with some speed. <laughs> Don't slow. <laughs> wow. Don't slow down, yeah. So it was Chicano Brothers, and you were in that for a little bit. And then, so were you still in that when the whole parque thing was going on? And well, the, the parque, uh, the 70s? Yeah. When I was in, when I was in, um, in Castle Park, actually... Didi Daniels, one of was one of the girls that uh, was the original Brown Barrettes. Yeah. So she got uh, organizing, you know, and, and some of the some like of the Mecha. Girls, like Mecha. Yeah. I was gonna say like Mecha. Okay. So we had Mecha, and the one we had uh, back in the days, I forgot what, what, what we called it right now. But anyway, so she started doing some little get-togethers at her house right there, which is across from the trolley tracks of a Palomar. Yeah. So we were part of the beginning of the Brown Barrettes. So back on that, all that she was going out with the parquet. Yeah. We walk from Chula Vista. 
all the way through to National City to the parque. So you were part of that too? Yeah, I, we walk up there with my little brown bread yeah. chingadera wow. and the Prince of the Welk and stuff like that. We did it twice through uh, Didi Daniels that organized those, those walks from, from the Castle Park High School Damn. to go support wow. all, the, all the gente that what was going on up because, there. Because uh, originally what happened was, I mean, was there always murals there? No, no, no. That, that was, happened after they gave the park to the... To the community. Yeah, right? it was slowly started. You know, because right back then in the days, como dicen todos, the community got basically railroaded porque all the junkyards got thrown right there. And At Chicano to, Park. Uh, by Chicano Park, yeah. Right on the other side of Chicano Park, across from the La, La Central, uh-huh. I think it was Wesley or Willis. Anyways, that's... That's where we used to go get get our parts. It was it was. So there was a junkyard there where the playground is and the bathrooms. That was a junkyard. Yeah, but where the bathrooms are yeah. right there on the on the other side, uh-huh. there was a big old place. Uh, <coughs> it, it, it was like a hermit. Yeah. So wow. this this guy the hoarder like a hoarder. Yeah. This guy held a big old warehouse full of shit. But oh. there was no computers, no nothing. But yeah. you tell him, hey, I'm looking for so-and-so. He goes, oh, okay, yeah. follow me. So you go like a little... <laughs> a little route? <laughs> like a little route. All the he way was like through. Don. Like Don, yeah, yeah. Same, same style. Yeah, like yeah. Don. Yeah. Wow. As a matter of fact, by the central... So, so they got railroaded, so what happened? They, they came and said, we're going to clear all the junkyards and make this a... No, slowly. That, that came up slowly after yeah. they got rid of the junkyards. But there was a Dewey Street was actually the street that it goes right there by the bathrooms and, yeah. and the parque uh-huh. that it went all the way across to the central. Uh-huh. So there was a street all the way through there. Damn, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah there, there was, was a, a street through there. Yeah, there was a street through there. Oh, okay, uh-huh. okay. So where the parking is right there, <clears throat> yeah. there was a street that went all the way across. Okay. Oh, wow. Do, do, Dewey Street. Yeah. yeah. And right now, ahorita que the brand, brand image is doing the mural, uh-huh. they've been posting some pictures on, on, on that uh, El Cabezón Henry. Yeah. And there's a few pictures that you could still see Dewey Street from wow. back in the days from from the Chicago Park. So when you were in the Brown Berets, did you meet like some of the dudes who were in other car clubs? Like I know Rigoberto Reyes was a Brown Beret too, right? Yeah, but I didn't get to I didn't get to meet him till later on when we started doing more of the more of the cruising and the, the car stuff. Oh, the cars, okay. Most of the, most of the car stuff, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and when we got, even though it was at the beginning, you you could cruise. All the way to San Diego and check out where they had the hopping and back in the days, Auto Square. Yeah. And then somehow you always ended up at, at Chicano Park. Yeah. It was all dirty, stuff like that. But I got some good drug stories from Chicano Park days. Yeah. <laughs> My acid days. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Man. But what, so what happened when, that, um, when we were at Chicano Brothers, he, we did a benefit for Mr. Camacho, which he was a mayor of National City. Yeah. So we had different places that we that we hang around with that when we started the Chicano Brothers. So that when that's what they gave us our, our big old warehouse. Your clubhouse, right? The clubhouse, yeah. Wow. And uh like I said, there was no phones back in the day, so we hung out of the of the clubhouse and people come out to find out what's going on and there's some kind of party here and there and that that was the whole communications. Yeah. But it was a great location, remember, because we had a pet boys and then a block away. From by Lang Chevrolet was La Morena liquor store, so you know you could just yeah car parts <laughs> and, park, then, and go party. It's, it's yeah. crazy to think yeah. like, like how you kind of forget, right? Like we're so used to having these phones that like I even think about it sometimes because I didn't, you know, when I was in high school, we didn't have phones either. No, no. And it was just like, how would you always know what was going on? And it, you're right, like, he would go somewhere and and talk to everybody, and then that, that's how they would find out what's going, what's going on. Going yeah, on, you know? yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so, so there's a party going on, so, yeah. so in some place and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we somehow even on on the weekends we ended up 
Chicano Park or Auto Square or some other yeah. thing that, that, was, that was going on. And you could cruise, man. I mean, even though I think I was making like a dollar ten an hour when I was when I was working, and I still held held had a family because you know I think I was one of the youngest guys that had family when I joined the Chicano Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And the people always telling me if, if it wasn't that um, that I got in, got married, I probably would have been dead. Like all my other camaradas from all that shit that was going on back back in the days. Yeah, yeah. yeah because there was a lot of that uh, bad drugs going on oh, and people willing. Yeah. Dealings and like that, and all the gangs when they start going up, like yeah. more and more and more and more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a lot of issues with with Los Gatos because we always claim National City, yeah. and Los Gatos always claim National City that they actually came into the um, into the clubhouse, and there was some big old fights in 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 the clubhouse with a lot of the gente. Even though, like I said, you know, we went to school together, but he's part of the Gatos. But yeah. you got out there, you know, got got oh. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, one of the last fights that was there was El Chuco. El, el, el Chuco. Which one? El Chuco. Chuco, that he was uh, Ruiz from Chicano Brothers. Okay. Yeah, we got into a big fight with some of the two guys right there. From When we came in, they already had got me in the, in the fight in the, inside that Damn. inside the shop. Yeah, Chuco could throw some cuchingazos. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he could, yeah. He could take them on. He could take some people yeah. there. But, <laughs> Yeah. But when they when they got him the one day he'd been drinking, he'd been oh. drinking a lot of oh. yeah. A little numb. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. feel it anyway. <laughs> so you guys wow. were so in Chicano brothers, you guys were also cruising playas. We did a lot of playas. Wow. He happened to playas be playas of Tijuana. Playas yeah. of Tijuana. See, yeah. We were cruising my uh one seven Malecon. I used to cruise my fifty two and my sixty five. So Saturdays and Sundays, yeah, they 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 be somebody cruising because you could cruise El Malecon all the way around by El Toreo, yeah, and, and come around. And, and it happened to be that um, el, uh, what was his name? El Chori. Chori was from uh, la, la Independencia, close to la, la Altamira. Okay. So he knew a lot of the gente from Tijuana. Okay. So when we started doing a lot of the the events, I forgot what Chori was at, and somebody approached him. I say, man, you know, there's some some stuff going around in Tijuana. You guys wanna when I want to come down. Yeah. So, you know, Simon, so Why we should not? go. Because yeah. our, our hangout when we were on Chicano Brother was uh, was Mike's. In Mike's was basically some good uh, music. Chateau Checker, Johnny Silva. Yeah. And you could go and, and get a table and you open and get a bottle of Cari Sark whiskey and water. So you don't want to be drinking beer because you'll be pissing all the time. So yeah. But you just get whiskey and water. <laughs> you just water down with, 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 with the water. Uh -huh, yeah, yeah. No ice? Well, ice, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And smoke, so, some, smoke a few cigarettes, you know, you're good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah have a good time. That was back when you could smoke anywhere you wanted, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was, everybody yeah. was. Oh, only that. weed was illegal. Well, like, weed was illegal. I mean, was the, were the cops pushing that? Like, you, if you were smoking weed, would you get They, 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 they you will get you, okay, yeah. yeah, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. Wow. I, I, I got a story. I don't even think LD knows, like, you don't even know what it was like to, I mean, when, when do we become legal? Um... Was that really ago? a couple years ago? Yeah. So he, because he's only 20, 25, right? Twenty five. Uh -huh. Yeah. So he doesn't know what that's like to no. that weed is illegal. Like, because now you you go places and people are just smoking Everybody's out. Like, yeah. Everybody's yeah, fucking smoking, smoking concerts. Like yeah. 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 But then back in the days too, I talked to some of the old the old veteranos that that when I moved to East San Diego. Yeah. And like to say, back in back on the fifties and sixties, they could walk, walk around downtown smoking a joint and nobody will say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nobody yeah. will say nothing. Yeah, totally. Slowly, you know, when the hippie days, he got more yeah. out of, got out of hand and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. But we should go to Tijuana. It was uh, Mike's was different music, but then you could go to the Blue Note, 
And the blue notes were like mostly you seventy rock and roll music with the uh the disco ball. The ball. disco ball in the middle. Yeah. yeah, and then you could go through the Aloha. That's where you wear the Beetle boots. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you keep keeping them back in the trunk. You keep them in the trunk of your car. <laughs> okay, it gets ready. See, see, yeah. But yeah, oh. we, got, uh, we got a lot of troubles. Even right before I, the Chicano brothers died, some of the people that I hang around with, they was always pitching troublemakers. Yeah. In 69, yeah. uh, Mitchell Hernandez was a, a good friend of mine, but he was working as a painter in Asco back in the days already. So he bought, him, bought a brand new 69 Malibu. Wow. Green with a green vinyl top. So that was... It's a big that deal. A, that was a big deal back in the days because, yeah. you know, we, we go party some there, and if you get all screwed up, I'd be driving the Malibu all over the all over the place. Yeah, yeah. brand new car. <laughs> brand new car. But he loved to fight, though. He, <laughs> we got into a lot of hassle. We got... We got into a fight at the Blue Nose that when you're talking about, I, I did a lot of drugs when I was younger, but that one time <laughs> I had like 20 reds on my pockets and all I know, we were, we started fighting inside the Blue Note. Yeah. And by the time we, we hit on the, we hit on the street and I don't know why Mitchell started the stupid fight, but anyway, we, we fight it with a bunch of hands in the middle of, right on the sidewalk. Yeah. And this thing, I know somebody grabs me from the back when I was throwing a punch and grabbed from the back. And it was a cop. I'm like, oh, Jeez. shit. See? So when they got me, they, they put some kind of cuffs or whatever they did, and they threw them in the back seat. Yeah. And they're still trying to get him to get on the side. And then I'm going, oh, shit. How the hell am I going to read all this shit I got on my pocket now? I don't want to go. When they get me out, you know, that was going to be another big charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ended up chewing them in sideways, sideways. I was able, able to empty my pockets and put everything on the back seat. Oh, the cop car. And the cop car. <laughs> and what was it again? What did you have? Reds. Reds. What's that? Reds, downers. Oh, like lewds. <laughs> Some reds. Is that what they're called? Lewds now? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know they were yeah. like red pills. Yeah. yeah. Like downers. Downers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. And you go. put them in the cop car. In the seat. <laughs> in the seat, yeah. Because <laughs> back, back then, cops weren't as uh, smart. <laughs> 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 Yeah. He thought they were Skittles. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, they went into the back. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. They still used to say, hey, I'm going to get you, see? <laughs> they used to say shit like that. It's for the next Yeah, day. so I did. Up- was it, was it, was it, like, like how, uh, you know, how ahead of the game where they, they had the little CB radio, right? Oh, I got David Aguilar back here. In the back. <laughs> Chicago I'm Brothers. Having, I'm going to bring him into the station. Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing the Beatles boots. <laughs> yeah, the Beatles boots and the Chicago Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Back in those days for. For twenty bucks, maybe before you actually went and he got a sense they could get out for twenty bucks. Oh, see, yeah, bail, bail, yeah, yeah. 20, 20 bucks. So yeah. now that cambiado, you can still pay him off. Yeah, more yeah. money nowadays. Probably. Yeah, 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 wow. yeah. yeah. A twenty, probably like what five hundred bucks now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah. Wow. Man. But yeah, Tijuana, man, it was it was a, a, a lot of great parties. That's when we got to meet a lot of a lot of gente. Yeah. And uh, on weekends there'd be uh, all the goodies, nice and campestre. It was oh. it was a good place that it was like music all the time, man. It was like yeah. like like music. Would you guys hang out with like the car clubs from Tijuana? I know like the United Browns and. Oh. They have Dukes down there. Yeah, they have a, yeah, yeah, Dukes yeah. The Dukes were, were actually most of the time in Las Playas, también cruising all over the place. Oh, cool, see, cool, cool. See, wow, see. wow, that's cool, man. Yeah, wow. And I forgot what was a club that we kind of hung around with that, that we sponsor a lot. Yeah, but uh, one of the good parties that we came to um, is the El Memo from El Canyon Johnson. He had a little 51 delivery back in the days that he was blue and he put a stupid sunroof on it. And Pedro, he crashed it, but then he ran, he painted it red candy. 
Oh, that okay. he was he was a really nice choker from Tijuana. Oh, okay. And they, you know, some of those guys that became good good friends from back in the days. Yeah. Yeah, that was still was still. Well, he don't cross anymore, but when I go to Tijuana, I try to go see him and, yeah, and, yeah. and say hi in Tijuana. Tijuana's got a lot of history, man. Yeah. Yeah, cars. yeah. they do. Big yeah. time, man. And then, if you guys don't know it, también, so back in the days, the uh, early times car club, mm -hmm. which was a hard rock club from San Diego, oh. they used to do a lot of shows in El, uh, El Toreo de Tijuana. Yeah. My 52, when I was still dating the, the wife, I had my 52 in one of the little car shows that is a video. That I post every so often. Yeah. When I with the with the classics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the classics were wow. were there. Oh wow. And I have my fifty two, and there was a lot of the early times that came and the prowlers that were in Tijuana and yeah. and, the, and, the supplies. Wow. and with a police escort. You know, they, they'll meet you at the linea. Yeah. And, and, and they'll wow. take you all the way to to the. Imagine the, that. See. Yeah. Wow. What a and, 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 and and bikers, you know, there was a lot of cool motorcycles back in yeah. the, back in the days. También wow. back in the days. Yeah. As a matter of fact, in one year they had like a little. Like a one eight track on the one side that you they were racing in, inside El Toreo, you know, with oh, a parking lot. Wow. So they were racing back there, yeah. Yeah, but we used to do a lot of the uh the cruising in Tijuana's with with the uh with the car clubs like in Tijuana. Would Chicano brothers have their dances in Tijuana también? Or was that here? That was mostly here. Here, okay. That was here, yeah. Yeah. We we go from San Isidro to different places with sponsors with sponsors. The Chantels and uh, some of the other girls' clubs in, wow. in, in, in San Isidro. Wow. Yeah. That's cool, yeah. man. So how, so how did you get into the, how did you move on over to the custom side? Like, how did you hear about West Coast Customs and Sacred Carts and... I, I used to cruise... Back uh, to, I mean, did, we were, you used to go back to the beach, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was the first... I mean, the, how did you get introduced to all that? We used to do, even my little fleet, like, I used to do a lot of events up, up in L.A. Yeah. You know, on the weekends with the Dukes from L.A. And, uh -huh. and some of the people that, that I knew, Joe Figueroa, stuff like that, 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 that we met. So when I started going to L.A. and Anaheim and some of the events, you start seeing a lot of Mercs and custom stuff like that. And you go, man, you know, that, that, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then when they posted that uh, the West Coast Customs uh -huh. was doing some cruises over in Paso Robles, I said, man, that's, that, that's pretty cool. Oh, so I was yeah. telling him, hey, man, you know, let's go to Paso. Fuck, no, that's, that's, that's a long drive. We want to go to Paso Robles for, <laughs> yeah. to look at cars. Yeah. So I think I started in probably 87, 88. I, 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 no, I, the first year at Paso? I, I mean, the first two. The first, the first oh my two. God, the first one was what, like in 85? 85, something like that. And, and that, was, that, that was uh, the, the, the one lake. Yeah. And then the, the second lake. one. Uh -huh. So yeah. the, the third one was at that uh, Sherwood Park. And I went to the I went to the third one at Sherwood Park. Wow. On my fifty, my fifty was done in eighty three. So I was already painted. So that was probably eighty four when we start going. Yeah. In eighty four when I start going. So did you always go with, with Jove? No, no. I was going to. How'd you meet him? Well, we always knew it from from because the, the shop from the, from the shop and the car scene up here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I just started going by myself. It was just my two kids and the wife. We leave at two in the morning. Wow. Two sixteen, three on the column. <laughs> If I'm gonna and that was my my everyday car. So yeah, so wow. So we just go out there early early in the morning, man, and and, and take your time going all the way up there. So were you like one of the first guys from San Diego yes. to take the drive up oh, yeah. there? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was. I was the first. Right from to, like even LA, because I'm, I'm sure there was. I mean, there was like mostly West Coast Customs, so it was a lot of older guys like Rich Pichette and his friends. Yeah, right? yeah. Rich Pichette is the one that started uh -huh. West Coast Customs. Yeah. So it was, wow. it was it was guys like Dick Dean, right? And, yeah, Larry Watson, Dick Larry Dean, Watson. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. George George Barris really never wanted to go, even when he got invited to actually the move into the town of Paso. But Bill Hines, right? Bill Hines, oh, yeah. Bill Hines, all those people were always wow. there. 
Yeah. Gene Linfield. And uh, Frank de Rosa. Oh, Fra- yeah, Frank yeah. de Rosa. He's, he was, he was bad, one of those man. people. But anyways, but anyways uh, uh, what's the name? There's, there's the one guy from that lives in Paso right now. He's got the 51 Merc with the cars on top on it. Uh, Red Powell was another guy that was always yeah. there. Yeah, Arne Hirzel. Arne Hirzel, yeah. Yeah, Arne Hirzel when he was doing all the, all the Mercs. Yeah. Yeah. So at first it was Sherwood Park, which was on the outskirts. You had to go underneath the 101 mm-hmm. to, to go to the parque and then cruise wherever Benny was in the, the, the A&W wow. back in the days. But when he started really getting back to God was when they moved into Paso, the Paso, the town, the town Paso itself. Town, yeah. Uh, yeah, when they moved back. In the, in what the year was that? Uh, probably... Like 93? No, he was way after, after that. Probably 85, 86. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, but was when it started moving to back in. So we used to stay at the Paso Robles Inn, which was the headquarters back in the days. Yeah. And, and it was really inexpensive back in the days. You yeah, know? yeah. And once you locked in on the the rooms, you could get it every year till they start raising your... Yeah, the phrase. The phrase for everybody. Because yeah. when, when on these heydays that everybody started going, that big, big dollar cars... They go, how the hell you managed to get in there? And I said, well, shit, I was staying there when it was only like yeah. 60 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah. And it got so bad later on, there was mandatory three nights. Yeah. And they wanted like $200 a Monday. night. Monday, yeah, yeah, you had to stay mon- to Monday. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. It got so bad. But it was back in the beginning, man, it, it was, it was kind of kind of cool because you got to really hang around with a lot of people. Like we met a lot of people that were coming from um, up north, yeah. Washington, Oregon, yeah. and then from Arizona. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they, they would drive all the, all the stuff the around. Out of state people. Out of state yeah. people, yeah. yeah. And it was so cool that you could actually mingle with, with a lot of a lot of, a lot of gente, like, uh, what's his name, uh, Bam Franco? Yeah. Bam Franco, oh. people, stuff like that. You hang around with all these people. Yeah. But I was telling people that one time they were really party right there by the library in 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 the main park right there. It was, uh, I forgot his name, the guy right now, but he was a real wealthy guy. Always had all kinds of jewelry, but he had some really cool customs. The Barry Weiss? No, no. He had uh-huh. a he had a fifty six Buick that he was two tone blue, and then later on he did a 40, 46 Chevy Fleet line that he did the fatal waves, the chopped it. The car still around, but the guy yeah. had a the guy had a heart attack. I, I, forgot his, I forgot his name right now, but anyways, he, he was always hanging around with um, the big customizers. Yeah, because he always had the. He had the feria. Yeah. 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 So when they were kicking it in, in front of the Pastor Robles Inn, and he's, they're going, it's getting kind of late, man. We're getting hungry. Let's, let's do some shit. And he goes, well, let's all pitch in, and we, we just go get a keg of beer and some hot dogs. <laughs> so I told us we all, we all pitching in feria. Yeah. And he goes, I'll meet you guys at the, at the middle of the park. I'll go get a keg of beer, and uh, we'll do hot dogs. So, yeah, we, like, it's 5 o'clock, 6 in the afternoon. Yeah. I te vamos. And uh, he already had his, his Buick right there, and he had a keg of beer, and <laughs> we had hot dogs. Hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, the keg of beer right there in the <laughs> middle of the, 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 the park, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so That's just amazing. Just shooting the shit. Yeah. Yeah, just having a good time. Just having a good time, yeah. Wow. With, uh, yeah. You, I mean, would you say that that's probably one of the best shows you've ever been to? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you could go, you could go to the, uh, you know, the years later on, you could go to the A&W. Yeah. And when the rockabilly scene was, was coming out on the head days, you know, that's when the uh, the shifters and all the young clubs, yeah. all the young people started coming Because they got there, what, 95, 96? The first time they started showing Probably 95. Probably yeah. 95, yeah. Yeah. Bunch of young kids with big old home railroads, and it was kind of we always make fun because, 
you know, there was a lot of big dollar cars that they were coming on trailers back in the days. Yeah. And uh, he comes all these young kids, you know, driving the shit from, from L.A. or different different parts of the country. Yeah. Like the guys that I see hanging around, there was Sam and Dave from Washington. So Sam was the oldest guy. He had a 48 Ford convertible. Michael Custom, yellow, just dropping the front. Yeah. And Dave was into the punk scene back in the days. He had a little 31 Model A that he, both of them used to drive. You know, just follow each other, and on weekends we hang around with these guys and go go partying all over all over yeah, the place. Yeah. So Sam and Dave, two 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 cool Sam and Dave. Sam and Dave, to hang around wow. with all the all the time. Nice. Yeah. Watcha. The, yeah. The Watcha from San Oh from yeah. Salinas. The guys. Yeah, but that was before that. They didn't did the they didn't crew. Wow. Yeah. So Watcha first. I made Watcha first. They were called the Payasos. That's when he had yeah, the fifty four. And the other guy had a little pond at the shop. Yep. And they were called the payasos because, man, these fucking clowns. <laughs> they, they were they were clowning for wherever you went to. Yeah. A lot of times we, we would go to go inside, dance a little bit, drink a little bit, and then just come outside and just hang around with them, the stupid stories, man. And just yeah, like touch shit. Touch shit you know, yeah. all, all the all, all the all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So how did how did you get into the sacred cards? The Sacred Car scene was, like I said, I was in Perth, Chicano Brothers. Chicano Brothers, yeah. Back in uh, probably uh, like 74, when he kind of, 73, when, you know, a lot of shit that happened, mm -hmm. drugs, and some guys got killed, and a lot of shit. And everybody kind of went different ways. Then I joined the um, the Classics. My brother was already on the Classics. So when I went back, I just, I, I joined the Classics. Yeah. So I ran with the classics, doing all, all the parties in here with the classics. Yeah. And then when that one kind of went in this kind of like underground, yeah. Joe and some of the guys we started the um, uh, Chase of the Fifties. Okay. Yeah. Joe wow. had this had his Mercury, and we started Shade of the Shade of the Fifties, and same thing, little things with Ireland like that, and then different parties were going up to the other scene, and Mike Stovey and all them guys. How'd you meet them? Mike Stovey, I always met him because when we used to go later later on. With the, with the car scene, this guy started going, like one guy here, another guy there to Paso. Yeah. And so I met some different people from okay. different areas. You met Fib. And Fib later yeah. on that when, when we met. the uh, So that's when we started the sacred car. Tommy, yeah. Wow. Tommy Simon. Tommy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So did you guys, were you there when they started, you guys started it together? Or yeah. it was already a club and you joined? No, we started. We started, started together. together? Well, with, that's with, with I, never, I never knew yeah. that. But Mike wow. Stovey was a guy basically wow. be, be, behind it because he drew the art. He's the one that drew the yeah, art for it, right? Yeah. Mike Stovey. That was the name and everything that came out with. Wow. Yeah. So our hangout was at the um, Lafayette Hotel. Yeah. And and even uh, what's his name? Um, or about the Red Red Fox room? But the Red Fox. Yeah. yeah. So Roger Starkey. Used to work at the Tio Leos in yeah. Alpha Marina. <laughs> yeah. So that was our, our other hangout that we always had parking in, yeah. in the front of Tio Leos. Wow. And on Tio Leos, you know, when the rockabilly scene, they were bringing some good bands there every weekend. Oh, man, every weekend. Big yeah. Six. Big and bands. Big yeah. bands. The people from England all wow. over the place. Yeah. A lot of frantic. I mean, I think they brought the frantic Flintstone, frantic flat tops. Uh, the Amazing Royal Crowns. Damn. I think they got fucking. Um, Royal kind of review there when, one I time. Think, I think so, yeah. 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 When wow. that was like popping because, yeah. like I said before, man, you remember that movie Swingers? Did you ever see uh -huh. that movie Swingers? Yeah. yeah. That's kind of where like it revived it, man. Yeah. I think people were catching on and yeah. they, they made that movie and it kind of made, it was kind of like, I had never seen it. I didn't see that movie until like 2003, but I was like, oh, that's what they're talking about because that's what they're doing, man. They're just going from bar to bar. Yeah. It's like a rockabilly vibe, like kind of vintage, yeah. you know? Yeah. So like, so... 
Yeah, and then some of the clubs, like I said, the younger the other younger people wanted to party more, and that's when they left, and they and they became the deacons. Yeah, and the deacons basically they were traveling all the way up to to L.A. with the chifters and yeah, they started you know, building the hot rods, uh-huh, building yeah. a lot of the hot rods, and I mean, gotcha. just, yeah, wow, throwing a lot of parties right here, the uh, the spaghetti nights, yeah, the Masonic the, Center, Masonic Center, that was yeah. some good, good good parties, wow, good parties all the time there, and then after that, that's when Viva Las Vegas. People Las Vegas start coming up. Yeah. And yeah. Start the biggest, yeah. And the blessing, the Itai blessing. <laughs> so they used to be the uh, the blessing of the cars. And it was in Hollywood. Well, it was San Gabriel, right? San Gabriel, yeah. different places. Yeah. And uh, same thing, like a rockabilly scene. Wow. But then one time, the guy that was putting out the show, the uh, the, chief, the, the chiefters were going to do a show in Paso. So this guy, for whatever reason, he put out notice to everybody that it was canceled, that the bands were going to play, and this guy wanted to do wanted to do a show. Yeah. And uh, everybody said, you know, hell no. So nobody showed up, and they're going, what happened? No, so-and-so is the one that started this shit. So, oh, yeah, he told everybody that, 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 was, that the party was canceled. Yeah. So we're and he was a promoter of Blessing of the Cars. Blessing of the Cars, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, wow. So we're, Blessing of the Cars was a show like in what, June or July? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, he would have a, he would have it up there in LA somewhere. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, so we were kicking it right there at, at the at the Paso at, at the park with with everybody. We were there, even though we were sacred cars, we hang around with the decans and everybody yeah. there. Yeah, and we all cruised together. So we're just kicking it, drinking, and Julio and a bunch of people been drinking, and uh, he. He counts the guy, I forgot his name right now. I think, his name was, I think his name was Gabriel. Gabriel? Yeah, yeah. I think his name was Gabriel. Yeah. So here's coming up the hill, and somebody goes, hey, that's a stupid asshole right there that, <laughs> that canceled the show for everybody. And Julio, Julio could fight, even though he had that one, one little arm. He still yeah. had that one little arm. He used to pick on him because, you know, he, was, he had a short arm. Oh, okay. But he, he, he punched you with that fucking arm, and you were, you were knocked you were, out. You knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> so we're drinking, then we're picking everybody. We're getting ready to leave. As a matter of fact, because, you know, he was on a they, he, Sunday afternoon already. We're getting ready to, to head back to San Diego and just kind of kick it. So here it comes, and somebody says, it starts a bunch of shit. Yeah. And I got it on film someplace in my house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So we'll give one up to him and soften him. Well, the guy came up doing a lot of shit, and Julio went up there and uh, like, tell him, what the fuck are you going to do? And Julio just went up fucking suck him that he knocked his teeth out. Oh, shit. They could see his, <laughs> his teeth flying out. Wow. You got David. <laughs> <laughs> but I could see him, but I don't think I could follow him. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, so it, it, was, it was funny as fuck, though, because when, as soon as they hit him, he goes, he hit me, he hit me, and he's fucking busy. <laughs> call the cops, do all kinds of shit. So once he starts saying, call the cops, call the cops, and he comes out, come, yeah. you know, come out so bloody, I go, fuck, man, yeah, this fucker's gonna call the cops, and no shit, man. Somebody says, yeah, it's a fight going up there, call the cops. So everybody's going, fuck, man. So somebody tells Julio, you better get the fuck out of here, man. Just So I don't know who took him home, and one of the other guys got in the car, so. We all get in. Might as well get fucking out of town, man, because they're going to, here comes the cops. Yeah, yeah. Everybody goes, we need gas. So we go into the first gas station before you get out of Paso. Yeah. We're putting gas. I think I'm in the middle of the pump. It's something like that. Boom. We get surrounded by cops, man. Oh, Damn. It comes, the whole, like, five You surrounded the gas station. gas station with cops, yeah. Shit. So <laughs> here comes the guy, all bloody and green. He goes, that's his car. I know that's his car right there. Oh, shit. And we all go, well, fuck, you know, so. They're going in. Who's the guy? I said, fuck, I don't know. He's driving it. I don't know. So he's like, they're asking everybody, yeah. who's, who's driving it? So it was, 
that guy right there, he brought it in. He's driving it. Well, yeah. that's Julio's car. What the hell is he at? Where's that guy? I said, fuck, well, I don't know. We don't know that was that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's shaking. They're shaking all the cars. They come out of my car. They shake all the cars, everybody. And they're going, I know, that's his. The cops are going, well, where is he at? Yeah, he's <laughs> not here. He's not here. <laughs> so we all waiting there till they say, well, what happened? I said, we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They be a fight. We don't know. We don't know what the hell he's talking about. And I don't even know that guy. Yeah, we know that guy. So <laughs> I know you guys close together. Huh? We don't know. So <laughs> after the cop said, Well, there's no there's no Julio here, so Yeah. yeah so they don't they, know anything. They, they, yeah. they let us they let us go. There you go. Yeah. So that's what stuck started the anti blessing of the cars. Yeah. Yeah. So uh Alex's Zardy from the shifters started Yeah, yeah. The anti blessing and at a park in Orange. That's what you were striping coming on. That picture I was striping. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> the anti-blessing of the car. Uh -huh. Wow. Yeah, and talking about, and he they had the same show. They had that show on the same day. Yeah, as that guy's that guy party. Oh. As that guy's car show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, every year they started doing it. That guy went out. Of, they, he went out of business. He yeah. Do it that day. Yeah. Everybody was going to Orange. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I was telling people that uh, you know, even though I got to see that how to how to merc that just sold. Uh huh. For those two million, 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 million dollars, yeah. yeah. The second time that I seen it, Jim drove it to the anti blessing right there on Orange. Yeah, he had thirty. Yeah, wow. So it was it was an uphill when you go into the main parking. Yeah, and it was kind of kind of weird little hill to get up yeah, there. Yeah, it was like a stone. Like remember that entrance? Yeah, it was uh -huh. like a big stone wall. Yeah, yeah. So, so the main bathroom was way in the bottom. So I think, you know, I'm coming down, going to the bathroom, and I go, damn, there's a heart right there. Oh, yeah. And Jim and his wife are right there. And I, that's when I just posted a while back a little video. Yeah. That was the first time I got to see it personally. The second time that I could hang around and be there and talk check to him. Yeah. Check, check, check the whole stories behind the car. Wow. Because he hadn't drove it too many places. I think you, but, he had to get to the roaster show a few times. Yeah. yeah. You seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Two million dollars. Uh -huh. Two million. Yeah, but you know, same thing. You probably remember, you know, the uh, a lot of cool names for the car clubs, but there wasn't too many Chicano names like the Legales back in the day. So I gotta say that. Yeah, how, yeah. how did you guys start the Legales? Yeah. So the Legales, uh, we were we were going to uh, we were coming from Paso. The secret, the secret cars kind of fizzled out. Kind right? of fizzled out. See, like yeah. Tommy left. Yeah, they already had left. Yeah. Everybody just uh, uh, my, my, the my, my right? story was kind of like. Too many rules that he was coming out with. Yeah, he, he, he was since he was his club. Yeah, he wanted done this way, this way, and kind of, yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of die out. So he fell away. So we went. It was Joe took his thirty five. That the guy he was he was called the son of a gun. He was still in primer. Yeah, he's thirty five four. And then um, I had my convertible with no top. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Alex El Placa. He was he, he was hanging around with us. Yeah, and he had the. Um, it's 54 that he had bought. Yeah. And so Victor Mack had taken Julio's hot, you know, rust that they had right. Yeah. We, we drove out to, we, well, all of us cruised to Paso. So on the way back, we're coming from, from Paso. Early in the morning, we're coming back before we get to the checkpoint in San Clemente mm -hmm. with the Miguel right there, but the, before the rest area. Yeah. So before we left Paso, I forgot to pick up my, my car and I hit the, my gas tank and I put a hole on it. <laughs> So every time we put gas, I had to put soap on it. Yeah. And fucking losing gas all over the place. Yeah. So we stop. I tell David, gotta put soap on it. You know. <laughs> so we stopped the leak. So that was my first trouble. Alex, when he got the car running, he didn't handle plates. No, no plates, no paperwork. Yeah. And he, and he drove it like that. Oh wow. But so on the way back, Joe was the first. No, I think it was Victor Mac. 
he lost the lights on on the back of the road, and we're coming like probably one one or two in the morning. Yeah, foggy as hell. You know, we're coming in. Yeah. So before we get on the other side of San Clemente, Joe's lights started going off, started dimming back and forth, and we had no phone, no radio, shit like that. So we go like, well, "What's up?" You know, yeah, signal. So we kind of go, "Okay, I go this way." Somebody goes on the back, so we put 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 him between the cars. Yeah. So he could shut off his lights. So we're coming in and we're going. Well, the place we're going to go, get on the side of the road. I said, we're going to have to go to the rest area and see what we can do with the cars. Yeah. So we get back on the cars and something. We just in the middle with no lights early in the morning. So we all pull into the rest area. So Joe's working on his car. I went to my car to put soap on my car again. <laughs> and then Victor Mack is trying to get the lights going on that shit. Yeah. It's early in the morning. It's foggy and fucking. Some of the girls that were asked, they go, all your shit should be illegal. None of the shit that you guys can't work. <laughs> yeah. You know, nothing's legal for the road. And I say, yeah. well, that's, that's true. So we kind of brushed it off and I go, yeah, it's true. So then we get everything going and we go, hey, man, that'd be a good name for a car club, you know? Los Ilegales. Yeah. They go, why? I say, look, we're right here with Pinchos de Clemente. The border, the checkpoint is right there across the street from us. <laughs> they, 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 know, they know Pinchos de Legales is in all the fucking cars are illegal. So that's yeah. a pretty good name. So we just kind of brushed it off. Yeah. Yeah. So so we got everything rolling back and forth. And then two weeks later, we, you know, we get back at Joe's and they go, hey, man, you know, what's up with the illegales? So, yeah. So that's, that's, that's cool. That's when you started that's, it. That's when he was born right there. Nice. Wow. Early in the morning working on the cars. In San Clemente. In San Clemente. Like what, 2008? 2001. 2001? Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Been, been that long? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, we fucking we fucking old, cover on. I'm Holy seventy shit, already. Man. I'm seventy years old already. It's <laughs> a long time, man. Yeah. Are you already seventy? I'm seventy. Well, I had a hair though. Damn, yeah. I thought you were like younger, man. Oh, thank you. I think it's the soda. Yeah. I think it was some of my drug test that keeps me young. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, man. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I'm forty four now. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. You remember meeting him for the first time? Yeah, I just when it took his Ford to get in, uh, Joe's brother is the one that chopped the top on it. Yeah, right there, the right there in the shop. Yeah, wow. yeah. So, yeah, when I first met you, I think, um, I think I was, I was, I think I was wearing my Navy uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was. You're uh, still in the Navy. I'm still in the Navy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it must have been. That was like I said. It was 1998, 1999. Wow, yeah. man. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. they only started doing striping here and there and stuff like that. Anyway. So I started in 2000. Mm. Yeah. You know, and the first the first guy I went to to go show, like the day after I got back from deployment, and I stri- I striped my Ford, I took it to Joe's, I took it to show him. That was when he was off of Palomar, like on the, on the backside over there, by that Jack in the Box. Remember that when he was there? Oh, by Orange. By Orange, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he moved yeah. over there, and I drove my car over there, and I was like, hey, man, I just got back from deployment. I, I just wanted to show you my Ford, you know? And he was like, yeah, man. That's cool. I always try to impress Joe, you know, because yeah. when I first met him, he had a black 51 fleet line that Cordero just striped. Uh-huh. Do you remember that one? Yeah. And yeah. he he paid like 400 bucks for it or some, something like that. Yeah, he that's that the one he that, drove it to Paso. Yeah, that's the one that it was a 50. That's the one that Yonichi bought and, and it yeah, came to Japan. That one. Yeah. 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 So when I went to his shop, I was like, man, I want a car like that. You know, like, I want my, I want my, I want my Ford to be like that. You know, my Ford was blue and white. And, um, yeah, man, I, I took the car over there. I was like, hey, man, check it out, man. I pinstriped my car. And he's like, look at that. He's like, who did that? I'm like, I did it. And he goes, you didn't do that. You don't pinstripe. I'm like, I did that, dude. <laughs> and he was like, 
hey man that's pretty good nice man you should keep it up you know yeah so i was like i was like happy you know that he liked it i'm like oh cool man these are good words of encouragement yeah it was yeah. cool i mean the primer job was fucking horrible on it i, I found it <laughs> myself and they sold me this primer and they never they didn't show me how to use it and so the primer um it was jellying it was hardening inside my cup uh, so the fucking thing came out like 36 grit sandpaper man it was fucking horrible horrible job but i was already in it you know doing it so i couldn't stop so i striped over 36 grit fucking it looked like primer. sandpaper bro <laughs> like 80 because yeah. <laughs> it was dry you know when you're shooting it it was coming out like spackle wow yeah. so i remember i was like god this is fucked up the fucking one shot was all burnt in there and you know so. Yeah, when he was at Norris, that's when they did the uh, my my convertible. That's when they put the three fifty. Oh, okay. And, and the the airbag is back in those back in those the days. Pontiac. The Pontiac. Wow. When it was red and black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. Wow. How yeah. many cars do you have? Orita. Yeah. I got four on the road. I got my my fleet line that about in seventy three. I have the Abuelo, the thirty five. Yeah. I have the uh, thirty nine Nosemobile. And my convertible. Oh, yeah, the rusty one. Uh -huh. Yeah. Knows you. And my wagon. I still got my wagon that you see on the, the pictures. So long story short, my uh, I used to live in East San Diego after I got, I got married. And that was my everyday car. And they stole it twice on one week from the street allá in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, pretty close to Fairmont. The first time I had this other camarada that had a fleet line también. Yeah. And uh, on a Monday morning, knock on my door. Y luego, they say, hey, man, uh, your car is... Uh, Four blocks over here on an alley. <laughs> oh shit! I said, yeah. So he gave me a ride. We go out there to the alley, and uh, they burned the points on it. So oh, they, they left it there. They couldn't drive it. But yeah. I, 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 I called the cops. You know, yeah, and it was reported. Yeah. So the following weekend, the cops called the house. That hey, your car is in so and so place. And I said, where? But what I had done that during the week, man. Until they had, I was telling the wife, I. Uh, I had a six ball horns on it, so I put switches on my hood and on my doors. So when you open up the doors, the horn will sound when you when you when you lock oh. them in. Yes, <laughs> then. So, anyways, whoever whoever stole them, they pushed them with a truck or something. So they jumped the uh, the, the bumper. Yeah. And they put a big old dent on my quarter panel. Oh uh, shit. The by the gas cap. So when I went, it was at the end, at the end of uh, what's the name of the one street? But it was closer to the fifteen. Okay. In San Diego, on a dead end street, there was a little gully. So they had a Lincoln. There was a Lincoln, big side Lincoln, probably 69 Lincoln, black one. A Thunderbird. I forgot the other one. And my fleet line. They were all lined up. All the other ones, they were stripped. There was no rims. The yeah. hydraulics were gone. And the other ones, two wheels were gone and stuff like that. Yeah. Mine was the only one that... It was intact. It was intact other for the big old dent. So when I got there, the cops are doing the report and... I said, man, that's pretty, pretty messed up. He goes, yeah. He goes, but at least your car's here. Your car's still here. here. Yeah. <laughs> Those are all on, on blocks. I said, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, he's stripping yeah. different parts. And yeah. Shit. So I, so I told him, I said, uh, you know what? This guy been watching me for the whole week. He goes, why? I said, because I put an alarm on my car. He goes, no, it probably don't work. I said, look, they broke my windbreaker right there, my little window, and they opened up. The, they rolled out the window. They climbed inside. He goes, no. I said, I'll tell you what. If I open up my door, my horns are going to sound. He goes, no. I said, go open up my door, man. <laughs> I said, see? I said, they were fucking spying the shit out of me Damn. for a whole yeah, week. Watching yeah, watching you. Yeah, they're watching me. It's crazy. Uh -huh. wow. And I had my Supremes back in those days. I think that's what they wanted, the, the Supremes. Yeah. Yeah. But also, so when they put that big old den on it, I just 
took it to my mom's house in Otay, yeah. and, and, I, and I parked it there, you know, because, you know, couldn't drive it, couldn't even put gas on it because it was so dangerous mm-hmm. right there to put the gas on it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what my brother let me borrow, that delivery, that the peach one, this one. Oh, damn. I drove that for, we primed it right there on the house, 48 delivery. Wow. Yeah. So when I was driving that in North Park, driving around, there was a 50 wagon on the side of a street, and I just... Man, it's a 50 wagon. Maybe Look at it, yeah. That. So before that, I had sold. My, my brother-in-law was in the service to me, and he had a little falcon that he left. I sold it, and I made a, a hundred and something profit from what he wanted. And uh, knock on the door, and they go, no, it belongs to so-and-so-and-so house. The whole bag was full of trash. I mean, full of trash. The window, like somebody smeared ice cream, and, you know, don't send me down by the entrance or another. But it was all complete, one, one piece wagon. So I finally went on one night, and... Knock on the door. He goes, yeah, that's, that's the wagon. I said, man, you want to sell it? He goes, well, we weren't thinking about it. And uh, he goes, but we want a lot of money for it. I said, I said, look, how much you want for it? He goes, uh, 125. I said, well, I had made 100 from the other three. I said, well, I'll give you the 125. Yeah. What does he need? He goes, I think one of the brakes is no good and uh, it, it locks on the, on, the, on the front. Oh, okay. And, uh, and uh, the battery. I said, well, okay. Yeah. So I said, let me let me find some help to, to, to get it out of here. So I said, call my brother, and the following weekend I went and got it, drove it to the house, and the wife was pissed. <laughs> Look at that shit full of trash. What are you going to do with it? I said, oh, we'll get it running. <laughs> yeah. We'll get it running. Yeah. Yeah. But the following weekend we had it running, driving, wow. it, driving it around, put new brakes on it, and, and drove it around. New battery. Yeah. Uh-huh. But about a year later, he needed, um, the engine was, was kind of tired. So right there, by the across from the post office in uh, university, there used to be a little a little shop. Is it? Yeah, that's it. That's when I painted it, and we went to Wyoming. I went to Yellowstone on it twice. Wow. Two twenty-five with a three-speed. So I went to the guy. I said, "Man, how much will you charge me to review my motor and put the motor? Four hundred and fifty bucks." Wow. So I took out the receipt at my house. Oh. That shit. was rebuilding the motor, putting the other one out, and putting the other, another one in. Four hundred and fifty yeah. bucks. Yeah. So that was my everyday car for a long time, that fifty wagon. Yeah. yeah. That's cool, man. Drove wow. it drove it to, to Yellowstone twice, took the seat in the back, put a mattress in Curtis for, for for my kids. Yeah. Yeah. Good story on that one. So the second time we come in, it was my mother in law, my two kids and the wife. So we go by Provo, Utah, and we're going to go to the, to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. So I tell them, we've got a couple of days, let's go to the Grand Canyon. So we're coming out from Provo, taking a back road that was going to take us over the hills to Colorado and then go to the, the Grand Canyon. I think it was probably like 50 miles outside Provo, Utah, and getting dark already, and my car just quit. Just, 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 just turned off. Just, just turned off. Coasted on the side of the road. It's getting dark already by that time, and little flashlights are going through it. So after I took everything, the distributor broke. Uh, so the wife says, what are we going to do? I said, well, the only clothes that I know, i got to go back to town in Provo yeah. and, and see if I can find, find cars. Something, yeah. Yeah. So I said, I'm just, let me take a nap, and in the morning <laughs> I walk out. Back in those days, I smoked a lot of pot. My hair was fucking long. I had a, yeah. my bandana and my pinchy long hair. Back then, I already had Levi's. I had no more, no more, what, no, no more go-go boots. <laughs> <laughs> you were hip now. I was hip, yeah. All right. 
Little corduroy so, fucking the, jacket with the, with the elbow pads. Yeah, free so excited. So early in the morning, man, we hear this big old commotion. <laughs> fucking train. So we were like a chaining fence, and right under the side was a railroad track. Oh, yeah. So he comes one of those big old trains that bring like a hundred, hundred wagons at a time. Yeah. yeah. That woke me up before the sun came up. So everybody's waking up, the kids are all waking up, and they go, okay. You know what? Let me just take my bread and I'm gonna start 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 walking as soon as the, I see the sun come up. Yeah. So we waited. So I go going west, he's shaking. Nobody's picking me up. And then finally, I don't know how long I was walking. Out of the blue, a big white truck pulls on the side of the road. And I go, no, she's probably gonna give me right. So I take away, fucking running up to the truck. <laughs> Get up to the truck. It's an older white guy. And he goes, what reservation you going to? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still on the side of the truck, right? And I'm kind of like, oh shit. I said, no, I said, I was my own fucking here. I said, look, I'm not from here. I'm Mexican. I'm from San Diego. And my car broke down. I'm trying to go into town. And he goes, oh, that was your, your old car back there? I said, yeah, that's my wagon. And he goes, there's people in there. I said, yeah, I got the wife, my two kids, and my mother-in-law inside there. And he goes, so what do you need? I said, a distributor. Are you sure? I said, yeah. I, I already went through it, and it's a distributor that is broke. And he goes, okay, get in. I'll give you a ride. And he goes, well, what was it going to say the truck? He goes, I'm a lineman for the country, for the county. Yeah. And he goes, so I do to a lot of reservations. He goes, I tell you we're an Indian, and I'm going to a reservation. <laughs> I was going to drop you off on a reservation right now. <laughs> and he goes, but I tell you what, he goes, one of my good friends retired. I'm going to drop you to his house because I got to go to work, and he'll help you out. You know, shit, man, he takes me to this to this one house, back us on the side and stuff like that. Yeah. Goes knocking the doors, and another older white guy comes out, and they're talking, and then I get out of the truck and introduce myself, and he goes, I forgot his name, he goes, so-and-so, he goes, man, his car is broke down on the side of the road, he goes, I got to work, go to work, can you help him? And he goes, yeah, I help him. So when he leaves, he goes, what do you need? I said, man, auto parts store or any place that I can find a distributor. He goes, I know there's a junkyard close by, I think it's going to open in about half an hour. Would that work? I said, yeah. So I said, vamos. We go to a junkyard, checking all the cars. I find, I find a car with a 235 on it, play with a distributor, take my little wrenches that I have with me already, pull it out, check them, and I said, look like, it's, look like it works. I don't know how much I pay, like two, two, three bucks for it. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes, is that what you need? I said, yeah. So he gave me a ride all the way to where my wagon was at. We stuck it in there. Get messing with it, finally got it running. Once he started running, I said, thanks a lot. He goes, no, 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 no. He goes, you're going to my house. We're going to put it on timing. He goes, because you just got it running, but you haven't checked the timing on it. I said, no. He goes, we go to my house. We're going to feed your kids. Once we put it on timing, he goes, you know how to put it on timing? I said, yeah, I got to raise it up, and I got to mark that yeah. flywheel. Yeah. those you got to mark the flywheel. He goes, oh, see. So he goes, I got a gun in my house. Yeah, the timing gun. Timing gun. Yeah. yeah. So we went all the way back to the house, man. Did you your kids? Put, put the yeah, gave them cookies and... They hung out there a little yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah. Play with the guacas? Si, si, si. So yeah. who was this? Cisco and... And, and Anthony. And, and Anthony, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's cool, man. You're, you're so, so lucky to have a dad like you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, yeah. that's cool, man. I used wow. to say that guy uh, for Christmas, uh, a, a little thank you. Oh, you guys kept in touch afterwards? I kept in touch after oh, cool. So one time came back, I think he had passed away. Yeah. So we never made it to the Grand Canyon. We just 
home. Yeah. Come back home. Come, come back home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> And this wow. has been what, like the 70s? Like late 70s? Yes. Yeah, no, let's see. Yes. So Cisco. Cisco was like a little kid. Yeah, it must, must have been 75, 77, 78. How old is Cisco now? 42, 46, 46, 48. He's older. Cisco? Yeah, because yeah, I'm going to be 50 years old married. So Cisco's. He's still looks younger than I do. Yeah. Looks just like his dad. Yeah. yeah. Shit, I thought he was the same age as me. No, he's a little bit older than you. Shit, yeah. man. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They've been on quite the adventures with you, too. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, a lot. That's yeah. cool, man. And you know what thing about it? That even though you're on the, on the, on the car circuit and stuff like that, I always tell people, the cars are cool, but uh, it's the friendships that, that you meet, basically. Like, like for me, back in the Paso days, all the people that had passed away that I, I would tell people, I hang around with Larry Watson, I hang around with, with Big Daddy Rod, I hang around with, with, with Rich Pichet, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. Bill, Bill Hines and, 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 all, and all, the, all these people, you know, back in the days. Bill Rissner was the other guy they were talking about. Bill Rissner, yeah. Rissner, we, yeah. And uh, we just, we just clicked, bo- bo- yeah. Clicked, bo- bo- shit, they're telling stories. The guys from Washington, they used to come down, there's another guy named Bill, he owns, the, I think still alive, Another George Barry's car, the Testa Mercury. It was a, a purple one with a car on top. Yeah. A lot of work into it. Yeah. Yeah. He restored the car in Washington and he brought it to, to, to Paso. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Well, did you ever meet Gary Fioto? Yeah. God, he's one of, he was one of, he's like my favorite, man. He yeah. was my favorite. He, I think that fucking, uh, that 56 Vicky, the four that he did, is probably the fucking baddest thing yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Wow. You yeah. know? And that thing sold, remember when it auctioned for like a million bucks uh-huh. too, remember? Yeah. yeah. I think like in 2005 or something yeah. like that or, or wow. not. Cause he, no, this is like in 2007 or eight. Oh, right. yeah. 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 But that thing was insane to see. He was, he was driving that thing at, at the cruise in Paso mm-hmm. with that fucking bubble top down. Wow. Yeah. Like a Jetson car, dude. It was like the biggest bubble top ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This thing yeah. had to have been like 10 feet, like a 10 foot bubble top. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, just the the artistry in that man. It was yeah, just like yeah, craftsmanship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he had built this. Remember that green merchandise shop that had like the uh-huh. double. Because I just posted huh? one on my phone from yeah. a book that I found. Because he even built some motorcycles that is so crazy with Cadillac fenders and shit like that that, that he built. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Gary Shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, a lot of a lot of cool cars that that you, that, you, that you got to see and a lot of the cool names, a lot of the clubs that we used to hang around when we used to go to the to the parties at the A and W man. Just to see people playing on on the on, on the right there on the on the parking lot, yeah, you know, just yeah. just jamming at nighttime, yeah. The local bandidos, you know, the, yeah. The, before the picnics actually became a club and stuff like that, yeah. yeah the Lucky Devils and Lucky Devils. I was yeah. in that club, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool, man, to see all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. and you've seen the like. In Japan, how it is as well, right? You've gotten invited out there. Yeah, 2015. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was blessed. To was it the classics? Uh, what is it called? The classic Legends. Classic, classic, Leg- Leg- classic Legends. Classic Legends. Classic yeah. Legends, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, that was that was a really kind of nice event because uh, the, the, the guy Tochi was in charge, basically, of the, of that, uh, of the custom scene. And uh, Oreo was the other organizer. He was mostly into the lowrider scene. Oh, okay. So to put lowriders and customs and everything on the one show was was amazing what they did. Yeah. So it was basically planned for the whole week on the tours you were gonna go to. Okay. Other other than just the uh, the, the car show itself. Oh okay. So every morning at the hotel where we were at, 
there was like four or five buses. So in the morning they will tell you you're gonna bus number one, two, yeah. or three, and they will take you to different diff- different shops, different different tours. Wow. Yeah, like the first one it was it was the picnic that that, that we had. Uh, I, I think it was the Cholos that put it on. Yeah. It was uh, the, the Cholos Customs. Uh huh. Yeah. But it was out in, in in a park pretty close to the uh, to the water. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was pretty close. And same thing, they they give you two free tacos and a beer and. And the how, were the, ta- how were the tacos? They were, they were okay. okay. Yeah, because yeah. the tortilla yeah. over there is not not the same. It's not yeah. a tortilla. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've That's had them too. They, yeah. I think uh, Haru uh, Masa's uh, spouse when I went, she yeah. tried to make it like a taco yeah. night, and yeah. I was like, oh shit, this is not bad. No, and just it, the tortilla it, it, was yeah. different. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, obviously, you know, they're they don't eat they don't tortillas have over there. Huh? Yeah. yeah, no, and the show was amazing. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew, but what, what happened? I had got Bell palsy before I left because I had oh, I remember, yeah. So my my head, my face was all droopy, my eye was closed, and I was drooling from the side and taking a lot of medicine. Yeah. And everybody kept telling me, you know, don't go, you look fucked up. <laughs> 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 like that that pinchy that uh, that that uh, not what's it the hashtag for Notre Dame? You like Quasimodo? Yeah, he went anyway. Yeah. I said, you know what? I'm going. I said, this is one of the chances that that we get. So Rick Raw, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Rick Raw is the one that organized the group from San Diego. Oh, cool. Had little meetings and all that about the tour where we're gonna go, how much the package was gonna be, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he was the organizer from from San Diego. As a matter of fact, he uh, he's the one that forwarded out his credit card. And then we just pay him the the, the money wow. back, yeah. Because he wanted to lock it. He just bought you all that. That way you guys go together. Yeah, that yeah. we went together and to and locked it in pretty good. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So so yeah, yeah. That, that's the way we went. It worked out nice. Yeah, but once we went up there, man, they um, I was telling people that um, at the hotel, there was already some of the guys from Esmeralda when we got there waiting for us. Yeah. To greet us to to come in, and for those guys to get there to Nagoya, is like a, a two three hour. Cruise on on a uh, ferry boat. Oh, Because where they live, you know, they gotta come in with a ferry boat. And oh, they live okay. on the outskirts of, of Japan. Yeah. That is more colder. Yeah. So, for them to have all the cool cars to bring in, it was it was it was pretty nice. Wow. Yeah. So they meet us at the hotel, but then, like I said, different tours that that we had throughout the day. Like I said, there was the picnic at, at, at the parque. Yeah. And then you had to come back and clean up in another place, and then the following day. Sunday was was the was the big show. Yeah. And in in Nagoya, it was it was pretty good, and uh, then we went to um, Paradise Road, Cholos, and uh, two other hardware shops yeah. that we went to. As a matter of fact, Junichi, I was telling people, Junichi, he's he's one of the OGs. He's been coming since the eighties to the states, so yeah. it's his collection to see what he has. But not just that, they fucking drink beer like crazy, they smoke like crazy, but. <laughs> He has so many bottles of different style of tequila that we I never seen here yeah. in, here in wow. Tijuana. Yeah, uh, I mean all kinds of different bottles of tequila. We were gonna make fun of him because what he gave us there was uh, hot dogs on a stick. So they were <laughs> they were barbecued hot dogs on a stick, which they were pretty good. I don't know what kind of brand the hot dogs they yeah. were, but that that's, that shit was good. So yeah. you could put just little mustard whatever on it and drink beer and tequila if you wanted to. Damn. Yeah. The cholos, it was mostly some kind of soup because it was a rainy day. Oh, yeah. Okay. Little part like soup that they were cooking, and that was that she was good. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So every day was a was was a was a different adventure. Yeah, you guys had like an itinerary. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but the uh the the, the two events 
before it was over, there was one that they did. It was the big banquet. So Mira, Mira, uh, what's the name? Uh, Aiko Espejo. Yeah. Oh. And uh, now some of those girls, they, they were greeting everybody before you came to the, to the banquet. And they had the kinomos on. And the wow. little wooden shoes and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. The geisha girls. They, yeah, geisha girls. So when wow. you came in, they were greeting you when you came like, in. Wow, that's cool. The Bambi banquet, I was telling people that it was so cool. People, people feel like you're in a gym. I mean, amazing. Yeah. But right in the middle, when we got there, it was so close you couldn't go in. But it was from end to end, all kinds of finger food. You, you, you name it. Tampura, sushi, raw fish, yeah. sushi, whatever. It was it was it was, it was right, in, right, in, right in the middle. Wow. And then on the outside, they didn't have no chairs, but it was all tables, and you could probably put like round tables, like probably four six people on each table. Yeah. Water and beer. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. So, it, and there was people walking around. As soon as some of the things were empty. They, they brought you more beer or more water, whatever you want to. Damn. Yeah. So yeah. once they gave a presentation yeah. of, you know, greeting everybody, they said everything's open. So you just go in on the middle. and it's a free for all. Free for all. But on one, one end, you could see a little steam coming up from this one corner. And I said, the lines are here. here. I'm going to go I'm gonna check, that out. check that out up yeah. there. So it was some kind of noodles specially made in Nagoya. Yeah. So this noodle soup, I mean, that thing was amazing. Like udon, was it a very fat noodle? Yeah, like, was but like not really fat, but skinny yeah. noodle. Yeah. But whatever pasta that they use, man, that oh, was, yeah. she was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I would eat every day over there. Yeah. yeah. Udon noodles. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. It was good, yeah. Japan is something else, man. Yeah. yeah. I love it over there. I love the culture, everything. Everybody yeah. talks about it. They treat about us good, man. Like, and like I said, since I was always drinking a lot of water because all the medicine I was taking. Yeah. One of the places that were out of the bank because we were on a long table. And I'm just thinking, and I was talking to the guy that bought the Chevy that Joe had. The, the fleet line. Yeah. The fleet line. One, yeah. So he was across from us on the table and, you know, just telling stories while we could sign language. Yeah. And uh, I was getting up and, and they go like, what? And I go, fuck, I'm, I'm thirsty. They will go, no, wait, 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 wait right there. And I'm kidding you, man. Like three, four guys, I had like eight bottles of water in front of me right there. I seen chinga. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. That day, we, day we left, the airport was like probably three blocks away or four blocks away from, from the hotel. Oh, okay. That day we were leaving, we were packing, and three car clubs from different places went up there, and they carried our suitcases for us all the way, all the way to the airport. Damn, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. So when you got to the airport, you know, there were so many people. And the first thing they asked, ask you, you have any money to exchange? Yeah, like, no. you know, leftovers so you don't bring it back to the, to the stage. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? And I go, yeah, I got some money. So two guys went with me to the little station, the money exchange. And I had all kinds of fucking coins in my pockets. Yeah, all the <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> so they brought these little wooden tablets, like a little wooden tablet with different slots on it. Yeah. So the way they cut their, their, their money, they just get it, they, they throw it in there, and whatever lines up, once they fill up the roll, that's, that's how much money that you had. Oh. And, and the ones that they don't fit at the end, they go, here, that's, that's, that's your kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, so we got to exchange all, 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 that, all that money. Yeah. My buddy, Chicle. Yeah. Chicle makes some t-shirts for me that actually Cisco, people that 
Cisco had met through the music scene and stuff like that. Keep asking Cisco if he had any music. Yeah. So Cisco thought about it for a while and he goes, you know what, when are you going to go? So and so that he goes, okay, I'm going to make a CD they call it Channel Dancing. So when he when he made all these CDs, he got a hold of Chicle just to make him the, the, the sleep, the covers the cover, for it. Yeah. And then Chicle asked him, so what do you need? He goes, well, so and so. He goes, how about if I make you some T-shirts? I'll, I'll design it and it's going to be called Shadow Dancing. So how many, for how many T-shirts that, that, I, that I took from Cisco, the, CD, the, the CDs yeah. and the T-shirts, and then I bought a, a lot of T-shirts that he made for me that were all brown, that, yeah. that took for me to... He goes, here, you owe me so much money and whatever you make, you know, you sell them up there. I sold all the shit that I took. So I had all kinds of fucking money. Yeah. All this, <laughs> yeah. When I come back, yeah. Nice. One of, the, one of the times that, you know, everybody was just drinking at, at the day of the show. But on the outskirts, they had a uh, a swap meet yeah. and motorcycles, but it was a, quite a big distance. I had made to my buddy, I told him, I said, you know, since I'm all fucked up, I don't want to feign it to think that I'm fucking drunk or something. <laughs> so I had to make me a little sign to the CIA in Japanese. I'm not drunk. I have vertigo. <laughs> <laughs> so were you, were you hanging around your neck? No, I, I had it on my pocket because I told those guys, I said, you know what? Here's all my shirts and all this shit. I said, it's getting late. I'm going to take a walk up there. And they go, are you, you going to be okay, man? You know, don't faint on us. And she yeah. like that. I said, no, man, look. I got this little sign. If if, if I if drop, you I'm, find me. <laughs> you find me. I'm gonna, yeah, everybody's like, signing. It's like your light alert. Yeah, yeah. So, Translated. So I walk. I walk all the way to the swami by, by myself. Nice. When, when I made it back, whatever was there, they 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 sold it. He wow. was he, one of the guys is scared. He goes here. We got all this, all the money, all the all the shit, all the shit is gone. He goes, except there's two extra large those stitches right there. So I'm kicking right there. He comes couple of girls that they wanted some t-shirts say, I don't have any and I go I got this one too big I said no pajamas you take this pajamas here you can have pajamas for tonight <laughs> <laughs> and there you go you sold out he told them in Spanish <laughs> <laughs> pajamas not pajamas 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 you understand yeah <laughs> yeah Damn. the thing that I brought me as a souvenir other than all that good members and shit like that is the Atasuami también I wish I could have bought, but that guy wasn't there. And big old boombox, man. I mean, a nice boombox that was there. The yeah. boombox. Yeah. Wow. A cool one. Huge. But we couldn't find no translations. And the guy that was that wasn't there. So I was, like, oh, so I was walking around, and there was three trains. About this size. Probably more than 12 inches long. And one of them is a little ride-along train. Yeah. With people inside there. And made in Japan. Not oh. Korean, but made in Japan. Yeah. So I'm looking at them and I'm asking people, who's, who could they belong to? So a guy is going, ah, that guy right there. So he comes a guy, same thing. He gives me a price and I'm trying to figure out what it is, right? And I'm going, in dollars, I had dollars. I don't have, I don't, I don't have any money. money. Yeah, yeah, currency. Money. And they're looking at me and gives me a price and I go, I give you $25 for all of them right now. And they're looking at each other, they're a little hard and I go, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So I bought these big old trains for twenty five bucks, made out, of, made out of metal. Nice. Yeah, that's my. Yeah, I yeah. really wanted that. I really wanted that. Boom the boombox. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you have quite the legacy. Where you know, I think uh, for someone that's been around this 
so decades. long. Yeah, decades. Yeah. You know, it's like your your opinion is very, you know, valued. So how do you see, you know, the car scene moving forward from your perspective? Oh, for right now with these new technologies that we have, I think it's just, it's just going going pretty good. It's just kind of hard to believe all these prices that uh, that everybody is asking for. Yeah. Because lab- labor, you got to ask a lot of for stuff for labor. Not a lot of people work on yeah. you know, all the cars. Yeah. And, and for me, I was told people, I've been blessed because the stuff that I have, man, I bought it when it was really inexpensive. Yeah. You know, my, my Fleetland, I paid 450 for it when I bought it. I mean, I've been to three different motors, but use and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I, I still have, in, in 83, I, I from my drinking days, I, I wrecked it. I don't know if I told you the story on that one. I real, so I wrecked my, it was, it was when they stole it, we, yeah. painted, we painted it midnight browns. Yeah. When it was painted midnight browns, I was still working on it. I never put the chrome on it. And then out of the blue, we said, ah, I think we're just going to have to change the color on it. Change. I drove it like that for a while. And then uh, I was coming home one day from drinking before I was going to put it back when it was still midnight browns. Yeah. With a den and, the, and, and right into my door before I went to my garage. I hit the door. <laughs> I hit the door and the fender. Big old den on it. Drunk. That was in, 80, in 82. <laughs> yeah, drunk. Okay. It was on a, on, a, on a Friday, Friday, Friday evening, Saturday morning. That was Saturday evening, yeah. So anyways, Friday, it was a Friday, yeah. yeah. So I come in, got all pissed off. I said, fuck, man, I want to, at the time I had been in my garage, it was kind of empty. Yeah. So I said, uh, I got to do something. So in the morning, I call my buddy and say, man, I put a dent on the car last night. Can, can you help me? He goes, well, Monday. If you get it ready next week, because I'm working, I said, look, in 83, there's a car, car, car show coming up in the community, community Cancun City was going to do a show. I said, I was going to put it together when it was Midnight Browns, but can we get it together for the show? I said, if you hurry, come on, we, we probably can do it. So I threw the car in the garage. I went to the house and I told the wife, I'm going to go get me a joint. I'm going to go get me a 24-hour beer and don't bug me. I'm going to be in the garage. I'm going to lock myself in there, and I'm going to strip the car. She says, what happened? I said, I put a dent on it. <laughs> so I smoked me a joint, got me some beer, and I stayed there all night to Sunday morning, and I stripped the shit out of it. Stripped it the bare metal? No, everything. Took the bumpers, the chrome. Oh, stripped yeah. the chrome off of it. Okay. No, all the bumpers, the seats. Yeah. The only thing I left was the front windshield <laughs> and the real window on the back. In the side, but all the trim around the doors, yeah. everything, everything gone, gone. Headlights, everything, everything was gone. Got me a rope, tied my tied the hood on the bottom of the yeah. the, the suspension, <laughs> like that. Yeah, and just took everything on it. Yeah, you took it to your boys and he painted it, he repainted Monday, it. Monday when we came out, of, my, my, came out of work, I went. I said, "Hey, man, ready? I'm ready." So Tuesday on a Tuesday, we started block sanding and doing a lot of, lot of body work on it. Wow. We painted it black. We shut it black for the day, so I would let it sit outside the, on, the, on the sun on the weekend and then block sand it, block the shit out of it. And then we did that about three times. And then finally we painted the, the maroon. It should be 25 bucks to spray it. Yeah. Straight lacquer, no clear on it. Wow. It's an 83 dark clariet metallic from Monte Carlo. Wow. So that's uh, lacquer on that car. It's right? a lacquer. Uh-huh. Wow. 
So with a black base, it changed the color a, yeah. a, a, a little bit. And then you had Lyle stripe it. Lyle striped it for me. Did you take it to a shop? He took it, I took it to a shop that he had in El Cajon. Which one? Which one was that? It was right off, uh, what is it called? When you go at the end of Main Street and before you make the right, like going to the 94, he had a shop back in the days back there. Oh, okay. No, I take it back. No. The first shop that he went to, he was coming up from Main Street. When you, when, what's the name that he does? Uh, air suspension? Yeah, Eric's? Uh -huh. Put Almost on the same area. That's, it. That's what he had his shop at. Okay. And you took it there and you dropped it off? And I dropped it off. And How he much did he charge you? Like 100 bucks? I think it was less than that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you won first place, right, at uh, Oldies? Or is the car show with that? Uh, Chicano Park. Yeah, right? uh, Chicano Park. Wow. I had got a lot of awards, seconds, but uh, I got best best of show yeah. at the Chicano Park. I still got that trophy. And I was telling yeah. people, the guy that I beat was Mesa when he was working on the river before he took, took it all apart. Yeah. So Mesa had painted it blue, you know, because the car had been around for a while. Yeah. And we got to see it. It was painted blue, and he had, like, planes, but he was like a lady all in black on the doors and the fenders that it, like planes that came around. Yeah, yeah. Really, it was really nice. Wow. Yeah, so the following year is when he came back with a T-top and... Yeah, the rest of flake. The rest of flake and all that stuff. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but I got that, I got the first at, at Chicano Park. Man. Yeah. Well, yeah, my car is, I've been in Chicano Park since day one. I had a, yeah. I, I was in a car there, either my fleet line and I had my, my convertible, yeah. and of course, El Abuelo. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, always, always, it's always been there. Yeah, before we used to park in, in the garage. Remember, we, had, we were parked next to each other one yeah, time, too. Yeah, 136. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh -huh. Wow, yeah. man. Well, you've seen it all, man. I've seen it all, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad uh, God has given me all this time. The wife, basically... She don't go to me with a lot of the shows, but she used to go with me. Yeah. Back in the days when we used to go to um, early, sometimes to go early on a Thursday. Yeah. But we used to do, we did Hearst Castle. I drove my car to Cambria. Oh, yeah. All the way through the hills up there. That's my nice. fleet line. Is there Hearst Castle? I heard, we went to Hearst Castle. I parked it on the parking lot. And then on the weekends, they used to have winery tours. So on my little fleet line, I did a lot of the winery tours at Chica Brothers and, and all those places. And yeah. Drinking wine and all that, all that getting crap. Fucked up. Getting fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And then coming back on the park. Coming back on the fleet line. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's great. I can't remember the name of the guy, though. It's kind of sad. But uh, also, my was name. But he had a beautiful, the car's probably still around, but he said it was a nice custom uh, view that he had. Yeah. Yeah. Man. And like I said, some of the people, man, that he was just like, now, the way it was, it's kind of hard to mingle with everybody. But back in the days, it was. Yeah, with everyone else, yeah. It was easier to. Well, I mean, I'm glad that I'm glad that Penny got to make money off. Of it oh now. yeah, yeah, because yeah, before he was anybody could walk anybody in. Anybody could just walk in for free. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they was, could imagine how much money they were losing, you know, yeah. or they they thought, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, and the things that you never forget is uh, the shifters that have been there before. But uh, the one time that everybody kind of. That they put, they basically they put the name on for everybody that say, "What the hell are these guys, right?" So once they close the event, then if it, they still barricades on different on, on yeah, different parts of the yeah, they want to open the barricades and drive in. Yeah, <laughs> so you can, can, can drive in. Just yeah. park in the middle. Uh huh. Yeah, rock stars, dude. Yeah. Damn. So they have people in different barricades. So once they sold out, you can come in, right? Yeah. It was 
crowded like you know on a little saturday fucking people walking mm-hmm. in when people walk around they didn't let you drive shit yeah it was crowded as hell man so out of the blue he comes he comes at shifters through one of the entrances that they broke broke the oh, ropes yeah, or whatever yeah. The ropes, yeah. They, they all came in lining up and it was so much people walking around it was stop and stop and stop and go that they got to the point that I was behind the Larry that had to make the little turn by the way the theater used to be yeah, in the corner the yeah so right before they make the turn one of the guys whose radiator blew up so they shooting water all over the place <laughs> and everybody's like oh the commotion's coming on it was a shifter. So after that, he was like, yeah, the shifter's kind of... Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Getting out of the car with beers in their hands. Like, <laughs> oh, beers, fuck. Hell yeah. Damn, I remember that cool. year. That was like in 2000. Yeah. I think that was 2000, like 2001 or 2002. That happened. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, like I said, they were coming drinking and they would just lay down on the sidewalk. They didn't care who was walking by. They just lay down on the sidewalk just and just, just, okay, we drove. We drove and just hang, hang wow. out. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. Yeah, no, no. things have changed. It changed. Also, you know, there was so much money, but uh, uh, some of the bad experiences that, that we had. My brother Josue was cruising the convertible, and I was filming, and I was telling him, "Watch the cage. Make sure that stupid thing don't overheat on you, right?" Yeah. Before we got to the ENW, that thing just shut off right in the middle of the of the cruise. <laughs> so I think, well, we pushed it, and we pushed it right two blocks away. It was a police station. When we pushed it, you know, we got a little cool off. We were touching not even 12, 12 inches of the red before they went into the police station. So we parked there dark, and he comes a cop, and he goes, hey, man, you can park here. I said, we're not parked. We just let it cool off. And he goes, I'm telling you, you got to have to move it. I said, look, I'm telling you, the car overheated. You don't start. We're going to let it cool off. If When I come back, you're, not, you're still here. I'm going to throw it away. I said, you're throwing shit away. And he got pissed. He goes, I said, well, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We're looking at each other. And I said, fucking asshole. We just push it. <laughs> so we just push it another block away to let it cool off. Man. We went and hassle with the cops that one night. Yeah. 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 So it was, it was pretty bad. Man. Yeah. But you want to hear one of my good stories? And I thought that would be the end of it. Okay. Which one? My asset story. Your ass's story? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's here. We, we got to know what year it was first because this kind of grade of acid you were doing. Oh, okay. This is this is probably like 69, 70. Oh, so it was like it's mescaline. A, it's a good shit. No, yeah, well, was you, like, I was doing purple haze. Okay. Oh, yeah, shit. Purple haze. They do tablets like M&M. Okay. Yeah. So what happened? Well, you, you always sort of say, you know, people that, that you don't forget about, I was being on Chicano Park. Yeah. So back in the days, I was cruising with some guys. We had gone to uh, Pacific Beach. Okay. And uh, we did some acid, we smoked a lot of weed, and it was like two in the morning, cruising, whether we're gonna go. We're coming down from a little acid already, we're gonna go, so we go to Chicano Park. Yeah. That one Caro from Latin Lowriders was working on a 64, 65 Riviera, back in the days. Okay. So we were kicking out the parque. He comes in, and right there, by the start of the pillar, can they say Barrio Logan? Yeah. It was all dirt. So he comes in, he brings it up, he parks it right there on the dirt, drops it. He was lifted all the way around. Supremes, primer, open up the door, and he'd been working on this thing for a while. He did a wonder bar from the door all the way to the dashboard, and he went all wrapped around on the other door. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's what I said when I... 
trip. You mean like the uh, the the sound bars? Yeah, like, like the, a, the lights. The lights bar. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. So it's the whole dash and part of the doors. Okay. So when you drop it, you open up the doors. That she was just. Fucking Damn, they're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> you could see blues, reds, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, God damn, we've got to smoke another joint to really appreciate yeah, it. more acid. Yeah, I didn't so you're about to get the car with him. Go cruising. Yeah. So he was one of those things. He just stayed there. I don't yeah, even know what tripping. the music. I don't know what the music that he was playing, but it was just like a nice trip. That yeah, and you guys just hung out there like all night. Yeah, just tripping wow. out. Yeah, watching the stupid little lights go up and down. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. Wow. That's the car's cool. still around. As a matter of fact, I, I uh, a while back I said, "Hey, man, I, I I know I did a lot of acid, but can you please tell me if you open up the doors?" He goes, no, yeah, it's kind of wonder part there. Okay, I just want to make sure it wasn't a dream. <laughs> oh, <laughs> make sure I wasn't still tripping. Yeah, man. Yeah. I've been blessed. Like I said, man, um, the wife managed my money pretty good. I work a lot of overtime. I never took anything away from my house. Yeah. Uh, I. Uh, good dad. Raised the kids. Yep, yeah. Raised, raised the kids. We raised two nieces. The, the mom passed away because of cancer. So we raised two nieces. They called me dad. Yeah, cool, man. yeah, but you know, then I was their dad never liked me. My brother in law never liked me. I always called me drunk that he was gonna kick my ass, but it's okay. <laughs> but here, and, here you are. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, it's been good. Like I said, my cars, some of them they weren't meant to be. Like a abuelo, he wasn't meant to be. That was a, a project that I uh, just kind of failed to help somebody out about the, the, the whole thing, and yeah. it came out to be. I didn't build it, but every piece that is on the car, I bought it myself yeah. at the Swami. The grills, everything that went in the car. Cause the Plymouth, we, right? The Plymouth. Yeah. yeah. And the wife bought me the motor, a three-crate motor for Christmas. Oh, That was yeah. a gift that she covered for Christmas. Generous. Uh-huh. And I remember, that, when it, I remember when it wasn't chopped. I remember yeah, you had it and it wasn't chopped and he, then you chopped it. He, he was, he, he, they don't look good. Yeah. <laughs> you got to chop it. Yeah. yeah. Marvin had it. Marvin sold it to Joe. Joe sold it to his brother. And then his brother was working on it. And uh, he was working for Ralph's and they went on a strike. And he was a really rolling chassis already. And he needed money to pay, uh, make a house payment. And he had signs all over San Diego that it was for sale. Wow. And Cisco told me one day, hey, man, you know, Pancho selling the car. I said, oh. so we went to look at it, talked about it. Man, yeah, then just yeah. to help him out. It worked out. Yeah, just to help him out, I bought it from him just to make a house payment. Yeah. And I headed out the house and then I go, well, it's not a Ford, but uh, we can make a tail dragon out of this thing. <laughs> then I went back to Joe and talked about it. I went, hey, man, can we do this? So El Abuelo, everybody calls me El Abuelo now because of that. El Abuelo. Oh car. So the El Abuelo came out to be that you always got to name your, your your cars, right? Yeah. So when he was basically driving around, my grandson was, was small. And uh, I live on the Denon Street. And uh, if I come in with the car, they go, ramp us here. And they come outside and I put him on the running boards. And I just cruise him up and down the street. That's cool. Yeah, and then just, 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 just park it. Yeah. So every time they heard the car, they go, Oh, Grandpa's here. And the first thing they came out, Grandpa, can we hand the running boards? So they hang by the door. Yeah. And then I used to take it up and down the street. <laughs> and he just got stuck with Grandpa. So one time, uh, I, I forgot, uh, I won't mention names, but I asked somebody if it could spin striper for me. Yeah. And, uh, Who yeah. was it? No, it tried me, me off. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, Damn. yeah, no, he tried me off. I said, okay, no. I said, okay. So, I said, well, 
Somebody said, so what are you going to name it? I said, el abuelo, eh? my, my, you know, it's Castaca el abuelo. So one day I was at the house with a little pinch of Sharpie. Yeah. And I just put abuelo in the, in the glove box and he just, he just got stuck. And he got stuck he there. He got stuck in there. And now everybody yeah. calls you that. They call me el abuelo. Yeah. That's a good yeah. name. Yeah. It kind of is like, you're like the grandfather of, you of know. the customs. Of customs. Yeah. Of the car scene, yeah. too. Yeah. Here in San Diego, I mean. I mean, they know you everywhere. Everywhere, man. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I, we, we, we meant to be driven, and I've driven that thing all, all, all over the place. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you, you sure have. All over the place, yeah. I would like to see, like, a mural of you at Chicano Park. Yeah, we will one day. Yeah, I think, I think, I think so. that needs to happen. Yep. Yeah. Or like a statue well, no, but or I, got, I got to see it when uh, uh, Chola did the... Uh, the spray paint on my car on the big, big, big piece of uh, oh, yeah. canvas right there, Chicago yeah. Park, yeah. But yeah, you yeah. collect a lot of art and stuff, so yeah, I mean, people definitely pay their respects to you. I know, it was, I. you were the first person that I met in the car scene, and the reason I got met you was through watching that documentary. The, oh, okay. Yeah. Which one? That everything comes from the streets. Uh -huh. So I saw, I watched that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that I saw him. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's cool, you know? And then I was at Cruising Rio in February. And here he comes. He was fucking freezing that night. And you were in your convertible with your beanie on. <laughs> Someone fucking made a spot for you in, in the that middle lane. And he comes out with his, he was, he was recording while he was driving. And then I saw him and I was like, and this is like around the time that I was like, I wanted to learn how to pinstripe and stuff. Yeah. So then I saw him, he's, he was hanging out, he's, you know, taking video and shit. And I was, I would, I would go look at the car, but I was too afraid to go talk to him. So then I posted that video on Instagram and then he like replied and he was like, oh, uh, thanks for the cool video. And I was like, hey man, like, where are you going to be at next? Like, I'd love to talk to you or whatever. So he's like, oh, I'm going to be at Mujeres Brew House. And the, like around 12 or something. So then the next day, it was a Sunday. I went and then we just chopped it up for like, you know, two hours maybe. Yeah. I gave I gave him this tote bag that I had drawn on. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. what my little closet hanging on the wall. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And now every time, you know, yeah. I see him. You know, I always like the art. And I'm blessed, I'm, you know, the wife gave me a lot of walls. So yeah. I, I, I've been blessed that I, I got some artwork from people when, at the beginnings. Yeah. Yeah, the beginnings, like, uh, uh, what's his name that they just uh, put a new heart on him? Harpoon. Harpoon. Is there Harpoon? Yeah. And uh, like, like the same thing at the Moon Eyes Open House. Yeah. They used to bring some of the early Japanese that used to come down yeah. at the beginning. And uh Makoto and, and all them guys before they got to yeah. be well, well known. Yeah, yeah. You got some yeah. Manny's yeah. work Manny's, in there. Manny's, Manny's, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and toilet seat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah. the one that I got is it's not my garage, but I got a lot of shit on my garage. But the one that I took, I, I bought it. I was looking for some weird stuff. So what it is is a uh, it's a miniature bed that the sell me to tell to people to to actually. Tell you a bed. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so it's got, it's got the, the spring, not the spring mattress, but the, the spring board on the bottom. Yeah. And it's a metal bed with a headboard made out of metal and the bottom piece. So it's a miniature, probably like 12 inches long. 
It looks like a real paper, a miniature. So I bought that junk in some place. And one day I was going to go to those places and I said, man, I, I got to take this eight striper. So that was being striped by Harpoon, Makoto, and, wow. and two, two other guys, the, the whole back of the bed. Wow. Yeah. So it's, this is my dead people. Yeah. Yeah. And not to brag and shit like that, but <laughs> when I was doing the car shows, at Chicago parking all over the place, I was the first one that was doing the pedal cars. With the pinstriping and, and flames and stuff like that, yeah, and just put them just yeah next to your yeah next to the car, wow, yeah, and I was, when I start doing the the legs and all the torsos and stuff, the mannequins and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah, people, how come you doing a leg? I said, well, I think it would look good with some striping on it, yeah, so, yeah. So and a lot of people would do that, man. They go to the car show, they see it, the people uh, striping all kinds of crazy shit, yeah, you yeah. know. And to me, the crazy, like the pinches cabezas, like that, you know, some, something yeah. something weird, the better, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're talking about, you know, because I've I driven the fleet line and then my convertible, when there was no interior and no top, we were just like, we used to go, like, back in the days, I took Cisco, Victor Mac, uh, uh, what's it, Danny, and uh, Omar. Omar became a big uh, rockabilly player. Yeah, but as a young kids, those guys went to school together. Yeah, and uh, one time I, I said, "We're gonna go. Can we go with you?" So we we went, and I was telling it was kind of funny, right? Because no top. We left here in the morning. Once you go on the other side of Santa Barbara by Gaviotas, that yeah. gets fucking foggy and cold. So we we went up here where there's three in the back, two in the three in the front. Yeah. So in the back, there's you know everybody like got their own little space, right? And the little beanies. Once we get by the gaviotas, I look back out of my mirror, and all three of them are all hard alive, like <laughs> hugging each other. Like, We're funny to my buddy now. <laughs> and you tell him now, like, hey, remember you guys were all buddy buddies yeah. and hugging each other? Yeah. Wow. It's fucking cold. Good, man. Yeah. Uh, one time, I, I got pictures of my, uh, my flea line. I lost my water pump on the, on the, before we pull into Paso Robles. We pushed it to to the day of the show, right across from the, uh, I was on the Sacred Cards, right across from the, the theater right there. And I had my brother Ruben were with me. Wow. And he goes, well, what are you gonna do? I said, well, I can't drive it to the hotel. We're gonna have to change the water pump right here. <laughs> so we took it apart right there on that, uh, the day of the show. Yeah. Took that radiator off and took the water pump <laughs> right off. There. And, and, yeah. and find somebody <laughs> to give me a ride to go, go get a water pump. Wow. The only thing we could find was a gasket. So, my brother used to work in compressors, and, and he goes, uh, well, let me go back someplace if I can buy gasket material, and, and I'll make you a gasket. Yeah. Yeah, so with a pinche martillito, he's making me a gasket, wow. right, basket right there. So we put it all back together there. Wow. Fill it up with water, and... Good to go. Good to go. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. It's adventures like that, though, man, that makes it, you know... Yeah, the memories. Makes it memorable. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and breakdowns that we had with the, uh, you know, once we... Illegales Gabor members. Yeah. You know, we little breakdowns that we have with different people, but same thing. There's, a, there's always always good, good stories with that stuff that goes yeah. through. Yeah. 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 So the only thing that El Abuelo never made it to Paso, but he made it Santa Maria a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. And one thing, since so we're talking about, um, you know, the car scene, how he's changed so much. So I've been blessed that with El Abuelo, Basically, when the um, uh, the desolates 
started doing all the shows that yeah. both that both especially for both half. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. When we first started doing anything for the both half, it was basically you know, you know, get together. But they will invite all the different car clubs that they could. But if they put your name on the flyer, you had to make a home award for the car that you like the most. Oh. So and, and that's that's what started that. Yeah. So and then the day of the show before it was over. Everybody would get together by the stage, and they would call so-and-so club, you know, what's your pick? And uh, I, I was blessed man, to get some really cool homemade awards from different different car clubs from, from, from L.A. That, yeah. that, I, that are cherished that, you know, that right now the wife made me put them in my garage, but the only one that I, that I kept <laughs> is, uh, I forgot the name of the club right now, but this guy, so it's a transmission, out of a bus. Yeah. So he's got all the gears that you could spin, like three different gears that you could spin. Yeah. And on the top like that, they customized a little 56 Chevy that is painted bright green with all kinds of pinstriping. Okay. And that was glued right on top of the, the gears. So it's these big old gears that you could spin around, heavy as hell. Yeah. And that was one of the awards <laughs> yeah. that, that I got with Abuelo. Wow. Yeah. Another one is, uh, I was gonna say they're not the peligrosos, but anyways, the other one that I got is a, uh, is it's a carburetor. So it's on a stand, yeah, and it's a carburetor. And on the bottom, they made this little compartment that you could put those little propane bottles on it. Yeah. So the propane bottle is hooked up to it, and it's it's got a lighter already next to it. So it's got a little bow, and you turn it on, and right in the middle of the carburetor, this little tube comes out, and you light it up, and. Just flames. <laughs> Damn. Oh, shit. That's yeah. Cool, that's man. cool. Yeah. I mean, those are the other than. So it's almost like a backfire. <laughs> <laughs> For Los Reyes. A those, backfiring yeah, Los Reyes Car Club. You that's know, cool. Los Reyes. They, yeah. Los Reyes gave me, gave me one one time, same thing. I think it's on a part of a water pump that, that spins. And then on the center piece, is another part of a car. But then it's got 916 wrenches. Wrap all the way around like a crown, and on the middle is the Virgen de Guadalupe. Oh, wow. that they, that, that they put in awesome. there. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so custom art. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, those that's what started that thing pretty, pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, and then when we first finished the uh, in 2008, that uh, we finished El Abuelo, it wasn't really driven. I took it to the Grand Arroz show, yeah, so it was at the in arrest at the one time. I've seen a picture uh-huh. in Danny's albums of, mm-hmm. of it up there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to drive it for the show because like I said, I, I, I got to drive it. Yeah. And then the wife says, but you never driven it. You don't know what was going to happen. No windows, no, no stuff like that. I never had a hood back in the days. Yeah. And uh, Joe says, take my truck and take my trailer. And if it wasn't for that, man, it rained that weekend. We got there, we dropped it off on a Thursday. Thursday night it rained. It rained the whole yeah. fucking weekend. Yeah. The, the Sunday night, <laughs> I was going to get her to leave. It was just me and the wife, right? And uh, we say bye to everybody. And I think it was like ten o'clock at night, pouring like crazy. Yeah. So I go get the trailer, and I'm on the in the back, drive the trailer off, walk back to the to the hall to get the car. I'm coming out around the corner on the back parking lot, and it's just fucking windy and pouring as hell. And the wife sat there, and I said, okay, you got to give me some blocks so I can put it on, on the trailer. Yeah. And here comes Joe. Joe said, I drove like five miles, and I seen the wind on the rain, and I said, 
he's gonna be able to, he's gonna gonna be able to put it on the trailer with all this rain. So if it wasn't for Joe coming back that one night to help me out with a pain on the ass. Poor yeah. wife, she was all soaking wet. Oh, so man, get, to help get, put it on the trailer. Get, get back in the car, yeah. So me and Joe got soaking wet, yeah. put it back on the trailer. But it rained on us and windy all the way there to almost to Del Mar. Yeah, and I'm talking wind that you could feel that trailer yeah. just fish telling on you. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the worker said, see, and you wanted to drive it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I told you so. I told you so, yeah. 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 No, it's been pretty good, man. It's it's been a a great a great ride so far, and yeah. I gotta thank for when you're saying about everything comes on the streets. Well, before that, it was the uh, automotive museum, Carlos de Baca and David de Baca, and Carlos was was working for the museum. Yeah, and, uh, that's when they wanted yeah. to do. I think it was idea to do a lowrider show related to that. And I don't know how the hell they uh, they I got nominated to to be that the, the, the special the special guest that for that oh, wow. for the whole the whole length of the of the, of the show yeah yeah wow. yeah I think it was Oscar Vasquez yeah Oscar Vasquez and some people that got together and they said hey, we're gonna showcase somebody and uh, when they came over basically they wanted pictures. And uh, they said, can, can we borrow your Jackets free? Jackets like So I took yeah. a lot of my stuff, my collectible Flags. stuff, yeah. And then at the end, somebody else backed out that they didn't want to let them car in. So they had an empty spot. And he goes, hey, man, can we have the abuelo in there too? And uh, I said, man, I, I won't be able to drive it. And at the end, I go, oh, oh okay. So I was, I was blessed because from the people that they asked to participate, yeah, the ones that said, no, I, I don't want to do it, once they see the whole thing, you know, they, they, they wanted to do it, but there was, there was yeah. no more room. There was, was no more room. It was yeah, too yeah. late, yeah. But like I said, I was blessed with, for them to put me out in the spotlight with um, all the pictures that I was telling. I was people, I called their wife crying so that they, I was supposed to take something, it happened to be that it was my dad's birthday before the show started. So from the people that they, pictures that they wanted, it was like this, you know. Yeah, your old film pictures. Old film pictures, like, you know, four by five, four by four. And uh, when I come around the corner, I seen the fleet line. I didn't know where there was going to be. I right, but I see the fleet line. And I go, said, oh, shit, so that's that's me. It's going to be the highlight of, of this. The centerpiece. The yeah. centerpiece of this event. And then I'm looking around, and I look back on the top, and there was a picture of my mom and my dad blown up. Wow. From a picture on La Coahuila, there was oh. a tortilleria right there when we grew up, and the picture where my dad, my dad was yeah. right there next to the tortilleria in La Coahuila when we grew up, wow. and all big. And uh, I mean, I just lost it. I said, "Man, you know, it happened to be my dad's not here. It's today's his birthday, yeah. and he's right here on this little showcase that they're doing for me." And he was just like, "Yeah, overwhelmed." I got the phone. I called the wife. Goes, "Did you get in a wreck? How come you're crying?" I said, "Oh, you gotta see this shit up here, man." It's, it's all for me, and my dad's right there on the top. And I go, no, man. Yeah. And last year, here comes Carlos, and they're going, are you okay? I said, yeah, man. I, I said, I, I got to tell you guys, I, you know, I didn't I didn't expect this. Yeah, it was a and nice then, touch. And I said, it's my dad's birthday, man, and you guys got him right there, you know. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was yeah, something like, you never you never forget. And then on top of that, it was my kids. He was right there, too. It makes kids. it that yeah. much more special. Yeah. yeah. It's cool, man. Yeah, it was, it was pretty That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And they got to get that response, you know, from the people that, that came down and stuff like that. Even I was I was in Santana, 
about a couple of weeks ago, I went to see the one show with Robert Williams. Yeah. And uh, I went to El Toro, which is a good carnita place right there. Yeah, on Bristol, yeah, and, uh, Bristol. Bristol first. And uh, the guy Rick from Los Pistoleros was making line on the other side. So anyways, at the end, we bullshit and we talk, and I was going to do another show before that. And he goes, I'm going to be at my house, man, if you want to come over. And I said, well, send me your address. So... I go to the place we're going to meet for that little culture that we're going to do a cruise. Yeah. Nobody was there. And he sent me the address and I said, okay, man, you know, I, I go to your house. So it was a lot of guys from the Pistoleros and same thing. One of the guy goes, I never met you, but the first time I seen your flea line was at the automotive museum. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he goes, uh, I, I try to find out who he was. And Rick told me later on, your abuelo, same guy that had the other cars up there. Yeah. So, you know, people don't remember me, but remember the event itself, yeah. you know, how, yeah. you, how he was. The yeah. car and yeah. the setup and the everything. The setup that he was there. That's wow. cool, it, man. Was, it was pretty good. And then after that, you know, everything comes from the street, came out to be grown and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Because they were the process, it was, they were still filming. Because at the end, that's that's what comes out, that the day of the show yeah. comes out right there. Yeah. And uh, so another closing event that... You, you do stuff throughout the years, you know what's going to happen. But anyways, one of the times that we were at Chicano Park for one of the car shows, Latin Lowriders and everybody else, there's a video of my two kids with their little Lowrider shirts on, you know, that the iron that they used to do on before. Yeah. So at the end is my son, Cisco, and then Anthony comes out. So when they asked me to borrow some of my old footage that I had, for everything comes on the streets for the footage that they that they do. Yeah. At the ending on the enclosure for everything, the one that comes out is my kid that passed away. Comes out right there at the end. If you ever remember here's this little kid, he's got a little low right shirt on, goofy. He comes out at the end of the movie. Without even plan, like I said, hey man, can you throw this at the end? You know, my son passed away and he was here and stuff like that. It was just unexpected. It, it was unexpected. You you're watching the movie and Oh shit, that's that's my kid. Yeah. 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 Wow. And then, yeah, just that much more special. Yes, yeah, yeah. what I expected. But also, thank you guys for like I was telling um some people that I said you're too friendly. I said, Well you gotta be kinda of friendly in, in a sense that you know, I met some people before that uh, like Joe Figueroa that I met that he had a nice car, but I said maybe when I first met him, I said, you're a prick to him. And I told him a lot of times, I said, you, your fucking cabeza was so big. You didn't want yeah. to talk to the, to the little people. Yeah. You, you know, know and, and, and that's one thing that I want to say, man, before we end this, like, is that you're where you're at because of what you put into it, you know? I mean, you don't, you're, not, you're not necessarily providing a service or doing the route that I took, which is I serve this industry, you know? I pinstripe and I'm in it, you know, and I, I do it for a living. Like this is your hobby and it's your passion, and it's like it, it. It's also other people's hobbies and passion. Uh -huh. But like you said, their 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 energy that they put out there, it doesn't help anybody. And I think that your energy is what makes this keep going. It, it makes this industry. It's like what makes people want to be into cars is people like you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's why when like we, me and him were talking about Hooter interview, you're one of the first guys that came up because it's like you're feeding this community. You're doing you're doing so much for us. And like more than anyone else, because yeah. there's tons of people that own cars, man, but not like you, because you're you are friendly, you are approachable, and you're there, and you always got a smile on your face. That's the fucking point of it. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. You got to be there to fucking enjoy it. All these other motherfuckers that are there to buzz kill and, and be talking shit or hating or doing whatever they do. It's like, why do you even go to these things then? We just had COVID where we couldn't go to a fucking car show at all for like a year. Yeah. I mean, people were like, I was like, this this is fucked up. And then when the, when the things did start opening up again, the shit, the shit, we went right back to where we were at. <laughs> I don't like this guy. I don't want to go there because of this guy. Or the, and it's like, dude, what's wrong with you? Yeah. You know, why can't you be more like David? Yeah. You know? And so it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's a gift, man. And it's, it's your energy and it's your vibe that keeps all this shit going, whether it's with lowriders or with customs or Dotsons. It doesn't matter. It's just life in general. Like you, you, they, you got back what you put into it. And that's why you had your pictures on there. That's why, you know, they did documentaries on you. That's why you're in books because, yeah. you know, you're you're a, you're a um, asset to the to this industry. Yeah. You know? No, no. Sometimes you you get back from the people that you meet. You know, the the, the friendship that that yeah. you meet in between it all over the place. Yeah. 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 Even uh, you meet some people they're not even into the car scene that uh, appreciate it, stuff like that. That you know that that that, that you do stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 But I was like, I was telling the some of the friends, I said, well, I think sometimes we got to leave our legacy behind, you know, because we're not going to be here forever. And that's when yeah. everything comes on the street. That was the whole thing with Regal Reyes yeah. when he put that, because it says, you know, we lost a lot of friends, but there's no history, like in San Diego history, it was what's been going on and stuff like that. Yeah. So that was behind that. And I said, I was glad that uh, I was part of that. And, and you know, and that, uh, that being able, like people say, how come you were doing this stuff, documentary? I said, well, when we grew up in the church, my dad was always had a camera and the movie cameras and stuff like that. Yeah. So we just kind of, we used to help him. I said, you know, hold this for me or do this for me. And, uh, or once a year, we go take a, twice a year, a whole family picture at a studio. Yeah. And, uh, you know, get the tuxedo and all that kind of just, stuff. Uh, you hated it, but then throughout the years, you see it. I said, you know, that there's that jefito that he pushed that thing into us. And that's when we started filming and recording everything because my dad says, well, since I'm running the school and I'm running the Bible school, it's because of me that I got to record everything what is going on. Yeah. You know, people that don't get to see it. Yeah. And it kind of stacks to you like, yeah, okay, I'm going to go here. I'm going to try to record it. When I first got my big old camera out there that VH, for the VHS, that's when my kids were starting playing T-ball and stuff like that. And I said, you know what? They're going to grow up and stuff like that. And I got to, you know, record. So I started yeah. recording this all the games, but at the same time, I started going and recording all this stuff and doing a, doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Before anybody was doing any of the videos back in the yeah, day. Yeah, because yeah. I've seen a lot of your videios. I've seen videos yeah. from the Hoot Nanny and, like, uh, Back to the Beach. Uh-huh. I mean, you're the only person, I think, that has that, that footage, so, man. Yeah. And a lot of people don't even remember Back to the Beach. The no. The West Coast Customs no, no. car show yeah. on Huntington Beach. Yeah. No, as a yeah. matter of fact, when I went to Japan, I think I'm the only one that has a, a video of most of the Oh, the classic legends. The classic yeah. legends that, wow. that we went to. Because yeah. if I told you guys, when I came back, I gave a lot of the guys on that went the memory card. I said, here, put that in your computer and see in case something happens, you know, everybody could save it. So then I put that on a DVD, all the shit that I did, pictures and all that kind of stuff. I misplaced that shit and I could I, I was trying to find it one day and I couldn't find it. So I called everybody, hey man, you no, I don't have it. my computer took a took a crap. I don't have any of that uh, crap anymore. So I even my buddy Judai that hooked me up from, yeah. from Japan. Yeah. I say, man, can you find anybody's got any videos and stuff like that from the band? No, maybe pictures here and there. And yeah, some of the girls that came on down at the house, nobody. And then one day my somebody asked me for something else and I'm looking to this little statue. Oh shit, 
There's my, there's my <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice. Yeah. I think everybody that meets you and gets to know you and stuff has, they only have good things to say and good memories with you. You know, I think my favorite is when we went to Pomona for that photography show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have a car to cruise, but I met you up there and I remember seeing the photography and I remember me seeing you in Riverside at that Sugar Bear cruise. And it was like a whole day of just hanging out, talking about cars. And I had, I think I had barely met you, you know. And and I, till this day, I think that's still one of my favorite memories, you know, that I that I've experienced. So I really, you know, I I thank you for for what you do to the community and for someone like myself, you know, it, it gives some encouragement, motivation, and someone to look up to, you know, mm-hmm. not only. With what you do with your cars and stuff, but the way you carry yourself as a person, you know, I think that that speaks a lot. No, thank you. No, and like I said, I've been blessed. That's why sometimes just to get a pick, pick of me. I went, I went to Pittsburgh when my son was living in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and uh, before all this internet shit was coming around. But looking at some of the some of the magazines in the beginning, there was a car club up there, and. Uh, I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out, see, see what's up with these people. We <laughs> <laughs> go visit them. Yeah, and I did. I, I was able to find out the address, and I, and I told my uh, my son's uh, girlfriend, I said, hey, man, do you happen to know where this is? She goes, yes. Why? I said, I never met these people. I want to go hang out up there with them, see what's, see what's up. And, <laughs> and I did. I just uh, said, hey, I'm from San Diego. I'm to the car scene. I seen you guys a show that I do, and, you know, this is this is what I do. I'm, I'm into the cars, and... Boom! It was good friendship. Yep. Because yeah. tomorrow we invite you to the clubhouse. So there we you do, go. We went to the clubhouse and yep. stuff like that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's, it's pretty. That's good. cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's Yo, what a lot of the pinstripers are too. Sometimes, <laughs> like you go to different parts of the country, uh-huh. and you call someone up. Like most of the time, they're cool, man. They're like, oh yeah, come on, come on over to the shop, man. You know. You get um, to meet them. You get to meet out. them. Yeah. You know, look around and stuff. Over to the East Coast and met some of the East Coast stripers. Really cool, cool dudes, man. You know, yeah. yeah. Take you in right away. And everybody's you know? got their own different little little styles. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool, man. I think that, that's good. Well, thank you. Good so, yeah. ahorita, uh, I'm still working. I'm seventy. <laughs> I uh, I had bought a murky before, and not because of this hard hard murk stuff a lot of money, but. Uh, People are gonna say that oh, you only did it because of the hard hard Merc. No, but uh, I bought a Merc a long time ago and I've been saving money. And, Where? Uh, 50. Oh, nice. So this Saturday, I dropped the frame of the guy that's gonna do the work. Oh. And so it's already it's already going there someplace. So here's here's my uh my 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 plan. In October, I'm gonna be married 50 years. Yeah. And uh, that was the plan, trying to cruise, even though it'd be done. But I, I hope it's a driver to cruise on the 50 Merc. Have you chopped and everything? Well, I don't think it's going to be shot, but uh, I told my buddy that, that he's working on it. If you get it right in time before that, you know, I'll try to get it shot. But it's, it's going <laughs> to be cool, a, man, good. It, it's, it's going to be a body drop. And, uh, you know, that's channeled. So like I said, we dropped that. Uh, that day that I heard, heard of Merc, I went to my buddy, Roger Honey, and I hit a frame. You know, so make it easier. So yeah, we drop the frame, and uh, next weekend I gotta get the rest of the the car out. It's a, it's a little, what do you call it, a basket case. Yeah, I, I, 
buddy. I had one too. Yeah. I don't like three years ago. I bought it. I bought it for mm-hmm. real cheap, man. And I had it and I was like, man, I finally got my dream car, you know? And then somebody came along and offered me like three grand more for it. And I was like, oh yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So I fucking <laughs> sold it. Yeah, had everything. Uh, yeah, I had the fucking car. I had it. Damn. Yeah, I, gave, I fucking sold it to the neighbor. Oh, really? Yep. He just came. He's like, I'll buy that Merc from you, dude. I got fucking cash right here. And I was like, kind of hurting on money. I'm like, all right, yeah. Maybe I'll find another one one day. They get in price. They... Yeah. I paid a thousand for mine right from Wyoming some years ago with my with my son to pass away. We did a little trip because uh, we went to Austin, Texas, all over the place. That's another sad story. But yeah, he was in uh, in Wyoming. Thousand bucks, huh? Thousand bucks, yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Th- thanks for talking and thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for yeah. the invite. Appreciate it, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then people didn't get to see my pictures, Mira. <laughs> <laughs> so we can see you at the Moon Eyes show on Saturday? Yes, sir. Uh, right. We'll be there. Moon Eyes taking el abuelo this time. Oh, yeah. Cool. We'll see Thank you, there, David. Man. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Good you night. Guys you guys crying? Yeah. We'll yeah. 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 We'll be there. Yeah. yeah. Which way is you guys going to come? Six, uh, six, I don't six, know. Six. I still don't even know. Figure it out. But I'll be there. What time are you going to leave? I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, I'll be there, though. <laughs> I'll probably fire. I don't know any of the guys of the clubs are going yet. Yeah. Well, it'll be a good one. Yep. Well, thanks, David. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys.